Jackpot, baby. Raiders Fan Radio. Oakland, L.A., Oakland, Vegas, Raider Nation, wherever, forever. You got your old Uncle Mosh and Raiders Fan Radio from Murph's Man Cave, taking a lighter journey into the dark side. Sit back, put your feet up, pop a top, and enjoy the ride. Here we go! Love you, and we'll see you in the Hall of Fame. When you have great coaches, then after you have great coaches, you get great players, you have a great organization, and you tell them one thing, just win, baby. Way up the middle, intercepted to the piano at the 50, high running down, Houston football, and I think Houston victory. The Raiders have scored on the most singing, unbelievable, absolutely impossible dream of a play. Well, I love this team. I think this team can win. I think this team can win. You are listening live to Raiders Fan Radio, hosted by Murph, Uncle Mosh, and Swag Jeff. Take it away, guys. Why? Thank you, Brett Musburger. What is up, Raider Nation? Your buddy Murph back once again for what we trust will be a fantastic, although sad sacky episode <laughs> of Raiders Fan Radio, episode number 271 of Raiders Fan Radio, coming to you live from Murph's Fan Cave, or as the kids call it, the bonus room. Uh, we appreciate you, uh, so very many of you that are joining us live tonight in the chat room. Appreciate uh, everyone at youtube.com slash Raiders Fan Radio, where you can find us each and every week at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern, and uh, in there you you can find the likes of Matthew Mangus, Sergio Burgos is in there, Jesus Alvarez is in there, Yoshi is in there, uh, Stacy Ruff Raider is in there, Mr. Bjorkman is in there, Square State Sandlot Podcast is in there, uh, Paul Edgerton is in there, Joel Denning, CPA Joel is in there. Uh, let's see, other Paul, other Paul. Well, there's there's Paul, and then there's Paul. So we have Paul and Paul uh, now, right? So we have whoa, was that right? What I say, Paul? How many Pauls we got? I said Joel. Then I mixed it up with Paul. I'm all over the damn place. Sorry oh about that. Yeah, we're I know. down. We're I know. Down First, down I, I mixed up Ebony and Will you stifle yourself? <laughs> Miss mixed them up last week, we're and I'm down. mixing up Pauls and Joels. And how about Lencho? Uh, we're, just, we're we're in shambles, we just like the Raiders locker room. I know, right? Shambles. Oh, Lord. Uh, Big Shane is in there. Much respect. Uh, much respect, Big Shane. Yeah. Uh, we've got show show what we're sending, Big Shane. There. Uh, so, not that, not that. Well, yes, thank you for that, Big Shane. But show him the watch, Jeff. We're sending him the watch. Well, putting me on the spot. Give me ten minutes to unwrap this. Thing. Not on unwrap the whole thing. Just hold it up there real fast. Just, oh, uh, we are really. It, there you go. Seeing see Victor NFL watch. Thank you, Big Shane. That's going on the way to you soon. It's Thanks, in about Anna. eight boxes thank in you, here, Anna. so it is secure and protected. <laughs> uh, Raider born Rico is in there holding it down in the Canary Islands. He says, "Regardless, go Raiders. Love you, right. man. We love you too, brother. And I uh, appreciate you being here." Brian Santana uh, says, "Hey Murph, what happened with Mikey? Hope he's well. Mikey's good, man. We're hang- he's hanging in there, and we're gonna hopefully do." Uh, Mondays with Mikey and Murph very, very soon. Mikey and I still talk all the time. He's, he's, a, he's a good friend. 
Animal Mother is in there. What's up, Animal Mother? John Ogle, Lala Meloso. Uh, man, so many of our good friends in there. At uh, Pineapple is in there. Uh, Chris is in there. Uh, Ebony yeah, Graves. Uh, Mojo's in there. Man, so many. Super Deuce. Love it, love it. Love seeing all of our good friends. We appreciate you uh, showing up for this little uh, Raiders Fan Radio podcast when we really don't have anything <laughs> fun to talk about, but we're going we're gonna to get through it together, Raider Nation, just like we do each and every week. But I'm not going to do it alone here in the Fan Cave. Of course not. Uh, also joining me in the Fan Cave, to my right, the man that adorns the Western Annex of the Murph's Fan Cave desk, my best friend and yours, Swag Jeff. Holy cow. Jeez. You okay, buddy? No, I need to be like Dr. Johnny Fever. The more I drink, the quicker and and, and, and more alert I'll I'll become. Oh, good. Well, chug it. (laughs) (laughs) We got some ground to cover. Yeah, for sure, man. Salud. Salud, man. Salud. So, so, hey, so it's good to be here, man. Uh, You know, the team is crazy right now. It's all over the place. We're two and seven. So let's just have fun, man, you know, because that's all we can do, right? That's all we can do, man. Follow us on the TikTok uh, if you want to get a laugh and all that stuff. We, we had we had a great time with Scott Gilbranson right after the yeah. game. We were cutting up and laughing because that what, what else, else can you do? do? <laughs> what else can you do? You did a good job. That you were yeah, and we're going to we're going oh, we've got on the respect today those guys of, of having not only the I joined them each and every week on Silver and Black today, but Scott opened the door and welcomed you to that show and I, we yeah. had an absolute blast it, on it. Was it was so fun. much fun. And you were funny as you're funny shit, dude. You did oh. good. Well, you know. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Well, well we, we don't do... Hey, leave room for applause. But <laughs> oh, yeah. That's what he was yeah. waiting for. Because everybody, in, everybody is in their, their, their fan caves at the yep. house yep. standing up and applauding Absolutely. your appearance. Here you go. This is what I thought. That is the voice of an angel. <laughs> I can't even make eye contact with you right now. Your voice is like a combination of Fergie and Jesus. Oh. You're good. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh, but hey, uh, we don't do this show alone. We don't do this show alone. <laughs> Absolutely not. Uh, so to my right, the Southern Annex of the Western Annex of the Merce Fan Cave Desk, please welcome in Michelle Swag. Hey. Hey. hey, Michelle. Uh, how's it going? I'm ready to bring everybody in for a group hug. There we go. We're all kind of down bad, but it's really good to see all the people that showed up in the chat. Like they still want to, they still want to talk about the Raiders. What the? Go figure. <laughs> well, the Ra- the Raiders is what is wrong with you people? Yeah. Well, the Raiders is what's brought all of us together. That's exactly right. But yep. you know, but we stick around for each other. Yeah, we do. That's yep. right. You know? That's, That's right. right. That's yep. right. That's exactly. Absolutely. Good stuff there. And again, we appreciate everybody that is there in the chat room tonight. Uh, Vibrator is in there. Hey. Uh, that's my girl, Valerie. What's up, baby? Um, let's see. Matthew Mangus is in there. Rogue Code is in there. Rita Born Rico, as I mentioned. Stacy Ruff, man. So many of our good friends. So, uh, so Michelle, you have a new segment we're going to get to tonight. I do. We're excited. Yeah. We're gonna, Michelle's got her own segment. She's got her own gear. She's got her own swag, yeah. which she's wearing there. Uh, and if you want to get uh, the Michelle shirt and or many other shirts, Jeff, yes. where can where can folks find those things? Well, you can just go to uh, RaidersFanRadio.com slash gear. Click the T-shirt and you can get all the Michelle swag right. oh, that you Christmas could ever shirt. want. <laughs> that we just we have just dropped that shirt. So the yeah. camera's on Murph right now. If you're listening on the audio, Murph is standing up. He's wearing our special limited edition Raiders Fan Radio Christmas shirt. I'm wearing mine as well, and we're super excited about this. So it's for a limited time. So you know, normally you can get all of our other incarnations of shirts, mm-hmm. other logos, all that kind of stuff. But this one's a little bit special because just from now until the end of the year. 
So you get that. So when all that money that we uh, that we make selling those shirts goes to the One Nation Foundation, and 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 uh, have you talked about the One Nation Foundation? No, I'm talking about anything. Talk about it. Well, yeah. Also, so, right now though, after the show, goes straight to T Public because they're having a sale right now, thirty five. percent Yes. Well, off. if you have so Google, up to, up to thirty five percent. If you have so. Google Chrome, just open up another tab. Yeah, there you, can you do go. it right there here. Let, let me spell it for you. R A I D E R. Yeah, just go to the thing. Yeah, it's 35 percent off. They've yeah. been running sales all week yeah. long, all month long, really. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so go get a damn shirt, man. Mm-hmm. What are you doing? One hundred percent of the proceeds go to the One Nation to the Foundation. One Nation Foundation. So yeah, so we realized we could raise money a few years ago doing this thing. So we uh, we raised money for different Raider related charities. Bolitnikov. We've raised money for Stabler, the uh, Greater Youth Sports Organization in Las Vegas. All that stuff. We raised money for all sorts of folks. So so we're giving to the Bolitnikov Foundation again. We are going next month, uh, almost, almost, almost like, to the almost day, to the huh, day. Michelle. Oh, Ooh, show me right. check, Michelle. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Stand up right there. Yeah, yeah. Grab that check. So yeah. So uh, because of you, Raider Nation, because of all the generosity that you have given, and the shirts and the swag and the straight donations, all that stuff, Michelle is holding it right there. We are presenting a check to the Bolitnikov Foundation for ten thousand dollars. That's right, ten thousand dollars. So. So yeah, so much respect to you guys, Raider so Nation. Awesome. You made this possible, and we're just we're gonna represent you next month. And yeah, it's it's super cool. We're super excited. So so yeah, much respect to everybody. Awesome man, good stuff there. Yeah. And uh, and so we appreciate uh, all of you. And, and and listen, if you can't uh, donate monetarily or buy a t shirt or any of those things, just do us a favor and like and subscribe. Uh, tell your friends about the about the show. Uh, that is a great way for us to generate revenue as well, through the advertising benefits that we get through our good friends at Fansided and Just Blog Baby, where we are the official Raiders podcast. And so we appreciate uh, their endorsement of our show and uh, and the platform that they give us to uh, to be able to raise money for the One Nation Foundation. So we appreciate you all very very much all right so as i mentioned this is episode number 271 of raiders fan radio and my best friend and yours always takes that episode number and ties it back to something significant within (laughs) raider nation so jeff is very excited about the one that we have tonight and so let me go ahead and send it over to the western annex yeah absolutely so before i bring up the 271 uncle masha's chair is in the chat again this oh wow yeah says i wish raider ramon would have stuck around me instead of hurting me oh so uncle masha's chair coming to us from beyond the grave (laughs) from beyond the grave yeah from uh, from middle point landfill here in middle tennessee (laughs) (laughs) that doesn't surprise me yeah absolutely absolutely so yeah so each and every week i take a significant moment every week i take a significant moment within raider nation that's right yeah be excited about it jeff get pumped no this ain't very significant (laughs) it's okay and i didn't do this one because i can't stand this guy but each and every week, I take a moment within Raider Nation related back to the episode number, and it's 271. So we're going back to 2011, uh, two weeks after the death of Al Davis. Extremely sad. Oh, wow, absolutely. So Hugh Jackson uh, brokers a trade to bring in uh, superstar quarterback, recently retired quarterback. Carson Palmer. Carson Ooh. Palmer, the quarterback of this team. In 25 games, he played for the Raiders in 2011-2012. He threw for 6,771 yards, 35 touchdowns, and 47 interceptions. Mm. I don't know if that's true. (laughs) It seemed like it. I believe it. It seemed like it. And and, and 40, what, two of those were pick sixes. Absolutely, (laughs) they were. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So if you do the math on that, which I don't know why you would, because it's a Carson Palmer stat, but you break it down, (laughs) it's 271 yards a game. So, oh, yeah, nice. Yeah, nice, so nice. Carson Palmer, thank you yeah. very, very <laughs> much. A lot. 
Yeah. 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 Great, great stuff there, buddy. All right. Well, here, I've got one for you then instead, Jeff. Okay. How about this? Okay. And then take us to contact info after. Please. This. Okay. Because I want this to really sit. Like, hit the post, as the kids say. Sure. I really want this to sit with our chat room because I want to hear your response, chat room. So, right now, we are at episode number 271. Oh. The Raiders are two and seven. If we tie the Broncos this week, two seven one. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. I thought you said he had a good one. <laughs> Did I say good? Well, a tie is a little better than losing. Oh, so. see, thank you, Michelle. <laughs> Michelle with the silver lining. Absolutely. Well, Just tie, baby. Just tie, baby. <laughs> Woo! Woo! Hey, Raider Nation! You got Just your time, baby. Mosh here with, <laughs> with an updated contact info. So sit up, zip up, shut up, and pay attention. You can call us at 909 345 3346, or as Murph would say, 909 345 3346. How about emailing me? You want to email me? Email me. Show at RaidersFanRadio.com. Or what about reaching out to us on some of that social media stuff Swaggy likes? Try Facebook at Raiders Fan Radio Podcast. The Twit at Twitter at Raiders Fan Radio. Insta something. Instagram at Raiders Fan Radio. The Tiki Tiki Taki Talk. TikTok at Raiders Fan Radio. Or what about the Twitch? Some of you out there twitching. Anyway, Twitch at Raiders Fan Radio. Or if you don't like that, go to the YouTube. America, go to the YouTube. YouTube.com slash Raiders Fan Radio. Oh, my God. If that wasn't enough, if that wasn't enough, go to your podcast provider and search Raiders Fan Radio. Holy crap, that was a lot. Yeah, it was. <laughs> Good. Ah, oh, damn it. Michelle. Damn it, Michelle. <laughs> wow. The hell? The whole offensive line moved and you're just still holding on to the football. <laughs> The football never. You were picking touched. up. You were picking up a wrench. I was or whatever row in the whatever. end zone. It just hit my hands and hit the ground. Like God oh dang, my what gosh. was that, y'all? Oh, <laughs> oh, that was funny. All right. Shit. Well, uh, we'll, I'll we'll tell you what. Speaking of Michelle, you know what? I was gonna say. Speaking of Michelle, all right. So now I'm really mad. Good. <laughs> so we've got a, we've got a new segment around here. We're gonna call this. Uh, I'm not even gonna set it up. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna set it off. I'm gonna hit the button. I'm just gonna say. Welcome to the new segment around here called mm -hmm. For Whom Michelle Tolls. Okay, now I gotta try to do this without flaming all the F bombs. Okay. If I hear McDaniels one more time squeak out the phrase, it is what it is. My head's going to literally pop off my shoulders, jettison into the unknown. We'll never be able to find it. Like, you're the head coach. You don't get to say it is what it is. Like, that's – you – we're fans. We're nobodies. We can say it is what it is, right? Like, we don't have any control over anything. Sure. Like, the guys warming the bench, they can say it is what it is. They're, they don't have any control over anything. You're the damn head coach. You can literally change the, you is, have all the, the what and the is. You can change them all. Like, you don't get to say it is what it is. It, it's kind of like – reminds me of saying, like – it's in God's hands now. Like, 
you've done all you can do. You've exhausted all your avenues. You've opened and closed every door. All the windows have been opened and closed. But and so you're like, I've done everything. Lay it on the ground. It is what it is. It's in God's hands now. Like you, you're the head coach. You hold all the cards to change all of that. So it just and, and you know like we're Raider Nation. We're we're kind of fragile right now. We're like hanging by a string. And this like pragmatic delivery that he has is like it's disconnected and it's disingenuous and it feels really like oh flat like and listen we've been in this toxic hellscape for what feels like eternity so if sprinkle a little toxicity in there like you know step us off easy don't like make us go cold turkey from the toxicity because the pragmatic delivery I, I don't mind it but it just feels a little like i don't know just delete it is what it is from your vocabulary please for the love do us all a favor let's go let's go it's time to show. I'm just really, that's got me fired up. <laughs> this is Raiders Fan Radio. I'm Brent Musburger, and I don't care who wins as long as it's the Raiders. <laughs> All right, we appreciate everybody in the chat room tonight. Tyler Raider is in there. Stacy Ruff is in there. Daniel Mangus is in there. Paul Edgerton, Hooligan Nation. Aaron Q Dog Raider is in there with a 1911 donation. Says, Greetings, Nation. Respect for DeBruz anniversary, November 17th, 1911. Uh, we appreciate that donation to the One Nation Foundation. Uh, appreciate, uh, again, Paul, Raphael's in there. Uh, Stacy Ruff Raider, Bam Raider. What's up, Bam? Hey, we're getting, ready, we're getting ready to talk about you. Oh, All right, nice. Yeah, so, uh, okay, so here at the top of the show, we like to do uh, a little bit of respect. Sure. You know, we don't do props. We don't do shout outs. There's nothing wrong with those things. But, uh, you know, we're Italian. We like to give respect. Murph, Swaggy J, Nation, it's time for a little respect. You know, respect ain't bought. It ain't sold. It ain't demanded. It ain't negotiated. It's earned. And without blowing smoke or giving shameless plugs, we want to say salute and much respect to the following folks. Yes. If you could only see how much fun we had with that thing before we started oh gosh, the show. About seven minutes before we hit the button to all, go on the YouTube. Yeah, it was it was all this all the time. All we did was just play with the high pitch and, the, and how it makes you sound like a stoner. Have you ever looked at your thumb, man? It's so damn stupid. Oh, my gosh. We just lost 13 followers. Okay, oh listen, if you can't laugh right now listen. and in this season, then I don't know what to hey. tell you. Hey, do the math on that. All right. Um, That's right. Anyway, so here we, here we go. Erica S. says, we need something to laugh about at this yeah, point. Amen. Amen, Erica. We appreciate you. All right. Um, so first off, I want to give respect to the guys at Silver and Black today. And mm-hmm. um, of course, mm-hmm. Evan and Mo, but mainly Scott. Yes. We appreciate you, Scott Gilbranson. So very, 
very much. Uh, we appreciate the platform that you give us here. Um, we certainly noticed a tick up in everything that we do from subscribers to, you know, the Twitter interactions and followers and all that kind of stuff. But most importantly, the donations that we've been able to generate for the One Nation Foundation have gone up because of the extra attention that we've gotten from that platform. So we appreciate you very, very much. And so, you know, he gives me a spot on that show every week as, as the voice of the fan, which I'm so appreciative of. Um, but like when we were in Tennessee, Jeff was able to jump on there with me. But then this week. And I was just drunk and mad. Yeah, 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 <laughs> that yeah, one yeah, was. yeah, yeah. But, but this week I told Scott, I'm like, I'm like yeah, when we were, before we started, I, I was like, because I told I had a house full of people that day, Michelle, you were here, your family, and we had a whole bunch of people. And I said, yeah, it's just down to me and Jeff just kind of sitting here and sad sacking. And he was like, oh, he goes, well, if you could put them on camera, put them on. So I did. So we, we flipped the cameras on and, and Swag Jeff was able to join me and Scott. And uh, and it was just us for the whole great. show. Yeah, it was really just good. you, me, and Scott. And it had a so blast. Fun. It was great. And you did great on it. And I just, I can't thank Scott enough because, you know, a lot of times those legacy media, and we've talked about this recently when I went on my little tirade about it, but like <laughs> legacy media, for whatever reason, whether they're threatened or they don't think that we're credible or we're trying to be something that we're not, a lot of those folks really don't give a voice to people like us. And yeah. so for Scott to be so like just open and willing and on a whim to just be like, yeah, bring swag in too. Yeah. Like that was just so cool. I thought. Yeah. You know, yeah, you're totally right. You know, you, you know, I mean, it's super easy right now and it's low hanging fruit to just shit on the team and all that. And we did our little bit of fair share of that, you know, sure. because, it, cause it's warranted, I mean, you know, yeah. sure. <laughs> the team sucks, yeah, sure. but you know, I mean, instead of just, you know, keep, you know, hitting them while they're down and curb stomping them and all that stuff. Why not just laugh and have fun, man? Because, you know, at the end of the day, you know, yeah, it matters to those people that are on the team and stuff like that. And it matters to us. I want right. the Raiders to win every single week. But it doesn't affect, like, who I am as a person and my, you know, yeah, maybe a little bit on a Sunday. Right. Yeah. 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 I'll be maybe freaking fired up yeah. 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 and go lock myself <laughs> in a room or the bathroom or something like that. But, you know, I, I don't know. Yeah. 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 So but it was fun. All, all that being said, it was really fun to just be able to laugh, even right those moments right after it, where it's serious, but you know, ha, huh, let's you know, let's just let's laugh about it and just, just move let's on. Laugh about it, move it on. Is what it, it, it is it what is. it is. Oh, it, it, we can say that. We can say it. See, because here's the thing, and I'm a bit oh, of the <laughs> her head's about to go. No, 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 no. Because it, I'm the Lamont calls me the tone police because, and this is my phrase: it's not what you say, it's how you say it. So like sure. that, you're right. On our level, it is what it is because we don't have any fucking right. freaking control. Right. There it was. Sorry. Amen. Guys. Yep. Um, but you know, so yeah, I give you permission, both of you. You okay. can say it is what it is. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> well, Chat, I love you as well. You can but you know what well. though? But seriously, but I love what what like how how you you put that about McDaniel's because one of my favorite quotes, and I'm and I hope I don't butcher. I usually have it sitting right over here by my desk. Um, it's by Maya Angelou, and it's. Um, people don't always remember what you said, but they remember how what you said made them feel. Yeah. And like, that's such a big deal. And I think that the, like, then that's what I usually call, we'll call it like optics or whatever, mm -hmm. but like coming away from press conferences from McDaniels or from Ziggler, or whatever, how does it make us feel as mm. fans? And like, I want to feel encouraged. Right. Like part of your job as the leader of these organizations are to give us it's almost like, and not to get all crazy dramatic about it, but it's almost like a president that delivers sure. like a state of the union yeah. address. You want to come away from that feeling right. good about what's going on. You know, you don't want to feel like you've gotten browbeat or like, you don't know what the hell's happening yeah. or whatever. So it's the same thing when we hear Zegler and, and, and McDaniels in a press conference, don't come off with like, Oh, I'm not so sure. Well, yeah. 
damn yeah, it, yeah. you should be. Like, yeah. you know what yeah. I mean? And it doesn't always have to be pretty. Like, you don't have to put lipstick on the pig, but right. you ought to know what the hell's going on. Like, right. that's, right. that's the part. Well, that's get- the thing, because, like, it is what it is. Every time he says it, it my eye twitches and my brain translates <laughs> it. My brain does a translation and says, we don't fucking know what we're doing. Right. That's what, we don't know what we're doing. We don't know where we're going. That's what it sounds like when it comes out of his mouth. It's like, we don't have the answers. That's what it feels that's like. Right. He's saying. We don't have the answers. Yeah. I mean, I'd rather them say we're headed in the right direction. Like at least say that maybe we have our know, plan. It's not come off. Exactly. The, it's not clearly. It hasn't yeah. happened the way but that we wanted it, it to is. or what? Yeah. 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 That yeah. just right. sounds like, well, I don't know. What it we're sounds, doing. It's dismissive. Well, it's right. dismissive. Were, you, were you talking about what he said in the Monday presser about uh, what Derek Carr was referring to <sighs> during his thing? Is that what you were talking about? And we'll, we'll talk about a little bit. All but, of it, but go ahead. Yeah, yeah. But, just you know, but like, go it, for it really rubbed me the wrong way when Josh and and I'm I'm really trying hard to give Josh the benefit sure. of the doubt, you know, because yes, as Mark Davis coined, Rome wasn't built in a day, <laughs> wasn't tore down either no, in wasn't. a day. Nope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, and it seems a little more that <laughs> way. Was it tore down than in the eight opposite. weeks? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh huh. But. You know, he, uh, but when the first question, obviously, because Derek was very emotional in his thing, and we'll get to that, but, you know, but I can't remember who asked it, but said, hey, so, uh, mm-hmm. so Derek was pretty emotional. What, what, what are your thoughts? Do you know who he was f- referring to of maybe people that aren't giving their all or whatever? And he goes, I don't know. You'll have to ask him about, yeah, about was... who he was talking about. Like, bro, like you're in the locker room. Tap like, in, my guy. You're the guy. <laughs> like, okay, you give your leadership powers to whoever it is that's wearing the C on their chest, right. but you're still, you're the captain of the captains. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, so you better know what the hell he's talking about. Right. Absolutely. You know, Absolutely. your special weeks at practice, you <laughs> should be knowing who's giving 100% and who's giving about 60 and who loves this team and who doesn't. Yeah. So that way, when you're building Rome, why don't you get the faulty bricks out of there. Yeah. You know what yes, I mean? Yes. Let's go, so, Jeff. Yeah. I don't know. No, absolutely. Good job, Jeff. Good job. All right, we're going to play more to talk about this, too, yeah, coming let's up. Let's get we've the got, respect. We've got, we're back, back to the top of the show, and there's a respect right here. All right. So, okay, another guy we want to give respect to. He's in the chat room in there tonight, uh, along with Mark Ontiveros is in there, Ron the Materator, Aaron the Q-Dog Raider, Paul, Pineapple, so many of our good friends. Um, I want to give respect to CPA Joel. CPA Joel, man. A million percent. CPA Joel is he is coming through with the big time for us. And more importantly, when I say us, I mean the One Nation Foundation. Um, so Jeff's over there. He's, 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 we've got the Joel ordered up these cards for us for the one nation foundation. It's got a QR code in there. We're, we're going to, we're going to hand it out at, uh, at the tailgates and different events that we're at. We're going to hand out a bunch of them in December when we're out there for the Blitnikoff uh, foundation. Basically it's it, their cards with our name on it and everything. And it's got this QR code. You can scan it and, and take you to a, a donate page for the one nation foundation. But not only do I respect him for, for that. And, and there's been a whole bunch of stuff you're going to see from us in terms of like the innovation that's going to come out of the one nation foundation, the direction we're taking it in 2023. Um, but also Joel had the idea to form a, a, a booster club. And so we, have been approached numerous times over the years about having some form of a booster club of our own. And we never did it for a couple of different reasons is that number one, we didn't have the bandwidth to do it. Our bandwidth is taken up by doing this show. And then now the one nation foundation, we didn't have time to do it. Um, and then also, also I want to give respect to tonight to bam Raider from music city Raider nation. Bam. 
because we love our friends at Music City Raider Nation. Absolutely, we do. We've got an already established great booster club here, so we never wanted to, like, interfere or step on their toes. And so... So Jeff and I went and had lunch with Bam this week and kind of talked to him about our idea and what Joel is going to do with, with that fundraising efforts because our booster thing, all it's going to do is feed the One Nation Foundation. That's yep. the only purpose of this thing other than, you know, of course, obviously, um, you know, commiserating with Raider Nation, but, but most importantly is to raise money for the foundation. So we talked to Bam about it, got his blessing on it, which we appreciated so very, very much, you know, that, and so it's going to be a collaborative effort where you look forward to our two things and our two entities complementing each other. Um, but Joel's going to take that thing over. So Joel's going to handle all of our stuff. We're going to call it Silver and Black Tennessee. Yes. And uh, we're going to, yeah, Let's go. it's going to yeah. be all over oh, the That's the first time you've heard that. Yeah. That's oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's that's that's that. also, yeah, that's so we can call it SNBTN, SNB Tennessee. We can do all kinds of fun naming things with it. And we have a billion different logo ideas and shirts. And shirts so if you're a swag guy like me, like I'm, I'm, my closet's fixing to be full. <laughs> oh, <bro>. listen. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and, and just know this too. So, and the reason that I'm announcing it here on the show too, because I know it's a little bit self referential, being that it's here in our state. But just like Uncle Mosh is part of the New Jersey chapter of the Black Hole, right. I'm part of Silver and Black UK. Just because you're in another part of the country, don't feel like you can't be part of what we're doing at Silver and Black Tennessee. And I can assure you this, and here's the coolest thing, we're going to have, hey, look, l- let me let me switch to the camera to my best friend and yours. The guy's name <laughs> is Swag Jeff. I yeah. mean. The box of swag that we're going to put together for our members it's going to be elite. Oh. It's going to be elite. Absolutely legit. Unbelievable. It's going to be legit. And so. I wonder how many times I can join. <laughs> that was going to be my question. all them swag that boxes, was, bro. So ask. you're going to. So with your yeah. membership, it's not just about being a member. It's going to be. You're going to. We're going to hook you up with some sweet gear. Yes. As a result nice. of you becoming a member. So. Stay so definitely stay tuned. Um, definitely, uh, we've got nothing formal yet other than our ideas. But uh, Joel is now joining us as a board member on the One Nation uh, for the One Nation Foundation. So he's become as official as you can get around here. He's going to join us uh, next month. He and his and his, and his brother Aaron are going to join us at the Blitnikoff Foundation dinner where we present the check. So Joel's going to become part of this uh, the immediate circle here, man, and part of this Raider uh, Raiders fan radio family, and most importantly though the One Nation Foundation family. And so just much much respect to him much much respect to bam and look forward to uh to working with 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 those guys and seeing what we could do from a fundraising perspective for both those uh those groups yeah. patrick claybaum with nfl network here hey folks i know three things you might like do you like football do you like the las vegas raiders do you like listening to things i'll add a fourth do you like swag well, here we got Swag Jeff, Murph, Uncle Mosh. This is Raiders Fan Radio. Hey, Raider Nation, this is Max Crosby from the Oakland Raiders. And goes down, and Max Crosby, who forced a fumble last week. You're listening to Murph, Mosh, and Swag Jeff on Raiders Fan Radio. Thank you so much. Just win, baby. I love what Paul says in the chat. He goes, Silver and Black Tennessee Shropshire chapter. Yeah. Oh, Dude. I love that. Let's a, go. Oh, I missed that. I need to highlight that on the thing. Well, he just put it. Oh, yes. okay. Oh, yeah, you're there good. You go. There it is. There it is. Oh, that's awesome, man. Yeah, because, I mean, seriously, like, and I love, there's so many good booster clubs and fan clubs. Yes. And all. Again, we're partial to Music City because it's right here. But Silver and Black UK, like, I think for whatever we're going to do, there's a reason that I, we've decided on Silver and Black Tennessee. Right. Like, 
They freaking like their merch boxes and stuff that they pull. They send out cards that look like Allegiant Stadium, like all the like playing yeah. cards. Like, yeah, and that patch you got behind you right there is so cool. Which one? The uh, little pennant? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm, yeah. The pennant the and pennant? all that stuff. And you've got the London patch. Oh, over yeah. There. The London plat. Well, I mean, yeah. just their logo in general is freaking it's, badass. Yeah. Fantastic. Arizona Raider Nation, which you also see behind me there. That's our buddy Jay. Like, yep. they have a great, there's so many great clubs. Like, it's, and there's not, I'm not ranking them by any means, but I'm just saying that we're going to look at the ones that, um, you, you know, do it best. And we're going to model what we do after that. And so much respect to all those folks and to all the booster clubs out there. Hey, if you're getting together in the name of Raider Nation and you're That's doing right. things, and, the, and this is my, and I'm going to say this one more thing, and I'm going to shut up. One of my favorite things, one of the things that, that first Sonny and I learned when we started doing Raiders fan radio, because for those of you that don't know or haven't been around uh, for the entirety of this thing, one of the ways that we built our audience was that we reached out to the different fan club presidents and had them on the show. That's why Chuck Splatterhead McCann became one of our instant close friends uh, through the show was because he's the president of the New Jersey chapter of the Black Hole. And we had the folks from Houston. We had the folks from Virginia. We've had the folks from Arizona. We've, I mean, you name it. We've had so many Booster Club presidents on. And then that way, we, it kind of gave us a, a voice to their folks that were in their, in sure. their group. Okay. Right. So, that, 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 so we reached out to them. So we had all these folks. Well, in interviewing all these people, what we learned was that all of them have a charitable component. Okay. And like a lot of other fan clubs get together and will like, you know, eat chicken wings and drink beers on Sunday, whatever, watch the Packers and then go home. Mm. Our folks are not doing that. They're marching in. And I say our folks, I mean, like the collective of these fan clubs, mm. they're marching in parades, raising money. They're doing highway cleanup. They're doing angel trees. Yeah. They're raising money for They're youth football for working, organizations. Working concession stands at sporting events. Bam was telling us Absolute, about that. Yes. So, so and, and we'll probably do that probably at some do point as well. Like that. Yeah. So like there's this huge charitable component. So that's why we wanted to do this because we know that then that charity can be our charity, which is the One Nation Foundation. So that's what separates one of the things Raider Nation so differently from other other fan groups and other sports and I'm going to say one more last thing. I'm sorry. I'm wordy than that, guys. <laughs> These are the things that we have to lock into as fans. Yes, yeah. Let, let, let's talk about it, Michelle. You know what I'm getting ready to say. Well, I mean, because you're, we're all <coughs> hanging by a string here, if we're being honest, yeah. right? I mean, yeah. there's not a whole lot to celebrate as far as the team goes, but Raider Nation, like like you're saying, all of the groups and all of the the ways that they make money and also just the camaraderie getting together to even watch the Raiders lose, I twitch, is, you know, still is fulfilling. And so that's, I think, the thing that you have to really hold on to is to just remember that, one, there are bigger things than the Raiders. And on Sundays, that's hard to see past. But, you know, seeing all of the charitable organizations just really adds a perspective to how we let it, maybe it affect how we feel. I mean, I'm down for Sunday, probably Sunday to Tuesday. Give me sure. some time. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I wake up Wednesday morning and I'm like, you know what? It's bigger things. It's okay. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm breathing. It's all good. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, that's, hey, that's one of the reasons we pick Wednesday nights <laughs> for this right. show. Yeah, that's perfect. We're like, that'll give us enough time to like <laughs> yes. freaking like come back to reality and, <laughs> yeah. and, and, and you know, and put things in perspective. Uh, much respect to, uh, I hope I say this right, Gianluca Morelli. Uh, yo, Murph, big respect from Italy. Raider Nation is strong here. Raiders Italia. Nice. Let's go. Let's go. Love that. Love that. It's probably Gianluca, I would say. I'd yeah, probably pronounce that job. better. Yeah, yeah, we appreciate you uh, very, very much. Uh, Frank and NorCal is in there. Hey, Gomez, Chevy Silver Raider, uh, around the Mater Raider, Stacey Ruff, Aaron Q Dog Raider. We appreciate all of you so very, very much. All right, let's go ahead and get into some of the news stories. 
Let's um I'll tell you what. <laughs> I'm just gonna I'm just gonna play this. And just and just 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 let it settle in on you. But I was going into Toshi Station to pick up some power converts. Sad sock. Where's the tissue? This is really unfair. It's my team. It's my quarterback. Sad sock. I'll, I'll be I'll be lying if I say that it didn't bother me. Sad sock. Sometimes the emotions is what makes a person. Sad sock. Promise me I wouldn't do this. But um, as I said, there comes a time when when. Uh... Sad sock. Oh, I just changed my shirt. My chicken. Sad sock. Sad sock. Um, no, oh, I love no. I love Josh. Oh, I love no. the car. I love our coaches. Murphy, um, do that. They've had nothing but success. You know, way more success than I've ever had. You know, and uh, you know I'm sorry. Derek, um, you know, I'm, oh, sorry. To finish that. Sorry for being emotional. I'm just pissed off about some of the things, you know, that a lot of us try and do just to practice. What we put our bodies through just to sleep at night. And for that to be the result, of all that effort, pisses me off. Pisses a lot of guys off. It's hard knowing what <clears throat> some guys are doing. Like I said, just to practice what they're putting in their body just to sleep at night. Like just so we can be there for each other. <sighs> and I wish everybody in that room felt the same way about this place. And as a leader, that pisses me off. If I'm being honest. All right. <sighs> I had a little fun with it there. Don't 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 take it out of me, Raider Nation. All right. Um, no, no one's mad at you about it. All right. Can I? Is, please, can, please lead start. It. Lead us. So as soon as I saw that and heard that, I knew that people were gonna like be stupid, like say some dumb shit because. Okay, Derek Carr's been there for nine years. Like, I don't know who else has been there for nine. Who nobody, nobody, right? So, he of anybody understands what the Raiders were. Like, not saying that people that have come in don't understand, but like, to I think, and I think PSP Raider said that was a what'd she say? It was not an angry cry; it was a pity seeking. I don't. I think that's no offense to PSP, but I think he was so fucking sorry frustrated sorry i won't do it again okay he was i'm sorry he's so to the point of being done and and be and apparently there's some things going on like where they're seeing things like i think you get to a point where also too okay i had a therapist once tell me because i always like why do i cry when i'm angry and she said that that is a it can be a sign of grief and i think he's grieving that he's done this is it for him i think that is and Amazing you analysis, are Michelle. Done with that game. You know you've lost. 
And I know uh, Rich Gannon, and I agree with what Rich Gannon said, but he could, but Derek Carr did put that team on his back and got them to the end zone. End zone. Foster Moreau dropped a ball that was right in his hands. So, and now I'm not saying he couldn't have done it again. He could have done it again, but he did get them down there. Foster catches the ball. Game is a one is a win. But I think he's grieving the end, and it's an ugly end. Like it wasn't even a redemptive end. So like, I want to like when my dad died there was a, a grief that he didn't get to live the life of which I know that's not the same thing, but like, he's going to, he's grieving the fact that he didn't get to do what he had set out to do. So man, there's nothing wrong with crying. Like, and for a man to cry good for him, that's passion. I don't care what anybody says. And I, and you're not, no one's going to sway me in the chat. I don't give a shit. It is. I think that's okay that he did that. He's coming off that loss with no time to process it. Knowing he's, he's done probably. Let him fucking. Oh, sorry. That's okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. Let him cry, man. I, Michelle, I think that's incredibly well put, and and I don't want to r- just r- repeat the things you said, but my thoughts on it were 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 very very similar. Um, I feel that it was the it's the weight that that wasn't was heavy. Those tears were not about the indie game, right? Right. That was not about that. That was nine years, as you're saying. Like that was, and and that realization that. With that nine-year career for this team that he desperately loves, right? That's what was coming out. And so, look, I'm with you. Like, I don't like. I knew what the optics were going to be immediately, right. and you know yeah, he's going to hear about it, right? On field, off the field, and otherwise. And ultimately, that's going to be a high level of criticism right. for him and his career. I, I, but I do understand that take too. That like, you know, like, look, dude, you're kind of setting yourself up for a lot of like, and I get that, but, but at the same time, like people process and deliver emotion in different ways. I don't care who you are in the NFL, like quarterback. Mm -hmm. If the story of Derek's car career was your story, you'd be upset. (laughs) Now, how that manifests in your press conference, are you kicking over the, the podium and knocking over Gatorade tubs and doing whatever? That's one way to show it. The other way to show it is to have tears. The other way to do show it is to shut down. The other way to do it is to quit. Like, there's a lot of different right. ways that you could do this. I'm appreciative of the idea that, look, it manifests in Derek in this way. He's invested. That's what I care about as a fan. Right. Are you invested? Are you doing everything that you possibly can to get your, as you hear him in that clip, to get yourself ready for the game. That's all that I care about. How you exude your emotion is much less of importance to me as a fan. Now that said, if there is any, hey, you know, feel sorry for us, the ones that are putting our bodies through this, Listen, man, you know, our buddy Wyoming Raider is working in a freaking mine every day. Yeah. Like, that dude's putting his his body through stuff, too, so he can, you know, get up and feed his family. So, like, ain't nobody feeling sorry for Derek for right. putting your body through. Every NFL player does that. So that part, if that was an attempt to, like, you know, gain, garner some sympathy or whatever, I'm not really with that. But in terms of the emotion of it, I thought it was, I mean, it was. it's fine. Look, again, I'd rather have that than somebody that just didn't give a shit. Yeah, you know, I, I I agree with with everything that both of you guys said. I think what really resonates with me, and I think I think where I I think most of the tears came from, like what Michelle said. I think he just knows that his time is about done. You know, he he knows that he took a team friendly deal, and he knows that the team is going to save a shitload of money by cutting his ass at the end of the year. And you know, and 
but he loves this team so much. Yeah. Which could he loves be to it. a fault. I was gonna, Almost, just going to yeah. say that. Yeah. I think that fault. might yeah. be to a that, fault. Because that, sometimes I look at Aaron Rodgers and see how he, like, he's just like, eh, whatever. You know, a lot of times when they yeah. lose, like, and I'm not saying, I mean, he has not Aaron Rodgers. So but he doesn't have the personal there. investment that's right. that yeah. Derek and, and does. Because yeah. you're, you're exactly right. That, you know, he, that's kind of the hill that he's dying on. Yeah. Because he's come out multiple, multiple times yes. and said, I'm a Raider or I'm right. a pastor right. or I, you know, or whatever, yeah. like, yeah. or I'm an analyst not, or I'm whatever, anything. like yeah. I'm not going to play for another football team. So, you know, so him saying all those things. And then I think kind of knowing that this story is the Raiders quarterback is coming to a close. Yeah. He knows that his time in the NFL is going to be over. Right. And know? he also knows that it's probably not going to be a, a very good ending. It's because not poetic Darren in Darren Waller's on in, injured reserve. Hunter Renfro's gone. Like, yeah. He's literally, he doesn't have an He's not walking off like Peyton Manning exactly. or something winning a Super Bowl. Yeah. yeah. Well, and it's going to be a limp off of the field. Absolutely. Not to yeah. mention the fact that the Raiders, he's been pulling for the Raiders to sign his best friend in the entire world mm. for years and years and right. years, and I'll buy you a car, I'll buy you a house, I'll right. buy you a plane, I'll buy yeah. you whatever, whatever. And so Mark Davis says, fine, I'll buy him for $140 mm-hmm. million, and now he's going like to have one half-ass yeah. season with him. Yeah. And I wouldn't even call it half-assed. No. You know, yeah, yeah, they've had some good connections, and that's been fun. They may as well have just done it in the backyard, you know, because right, yeah. of the product on the field. But, you know, so he had all these pieces. Yeah. He had all the pieces together for it to be a poetic ending. Right. It was all here together that he had all the things line up in just the right way. Yeah. You get this amazing offensive-minded coach. Right. You bring in your best friend in the entire world. You re-sign all your mm-hmm. pieces. You go and get a guy like Chandler Jones. You go oh, and get geez. all these things to improve the defense because we've always said if you have a middle-of-the-pack defense, Derek thrives. Right. He will thrive. Yeah. And then to see all of it start crumbling away piece by like piece. Smoke. Oh, Darren Waller's hamstring. Oh, Hunter Renfro's concussion. Yeah. Oh, Chandler Jones sucks ass. Yeah. You know, all this stuff happens and, you know, all that. And it's just, I, I'm heartbroken for the yeah. guy, you yeah. know, because it's people a horrid can, ending. People can talk shit about Derek Carr all they want. And I've done a lot of it, you know, I mean, for the oh, hell for, for sure. the last Same. two yeah. seasons, yeah, yeah. I wore an eight. That's right. And, and, <laughs> you were like trying to get rid of him. Yeah. I was trying to get rid of his ass. But, you know, but I just, you know, I don't know, man. It's just, it, I'm heartbroken because I'm Pat. I mean, he plays for the team. So he, his passion exceeds any Raider yeah. fan probably. But, yeah. you know, but, you know, as a fan, I'm really passionate too. And I can respect somebody that has that same level of passion right. yeah. that's playing for that team. Right. Because a lot of, you know, I mean, and a lot of our guys do that. And I'm, right. I'm ranting and raving, sorry. No, but, um, you know, true. but I mean, it's their job. That's yeah. They're doing you know, their job. Right. Yeah. And they might you know? love the sport and all that kind of stuff. But exactly. they don't, they didn't grow up like, like when we, and we talked to, I'll use Will as the example. Right. Will grew up in Missouri in the mm. middle of nowhere. Yeah. He's not a Raider fan. <laughs> But he loves ball. And so, and he loved being part of the Raiders. But if, you know, Rich Basaccia gives him a call to go be a Packer, he'll love being a Packer too. Sure. Because that's his job. That's what he does. But so Derek has a different level of investment in the team because he grew up a Raider fan and literally took on the responsibility of the team's success and 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 how that that looks to Raider Nation. And so I think, I I think, Michelle, you said something really, really clutch right there about. 
that it's 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 to a fault because I think he assigns himself yeah. so much that he's unable to live up to those expectations. Yes. And when you look at what what happened um, in this offseason, mm-hmm. and I'm going to trans- transition into a little bit different of a topic here for us, but along the same lines, um, everything was set up. Like any, I really going back to McDaniel's a little bit. They set Derek up to have a Super Bowl run, yeah. an AFC run at a minimum. They did a lot to address the defense. Yeah, you could say that they didn't do enough, but I, I mean, you look at what we did. They made moves, okay, defensively. Enough to get us to the middle of the pack at a minimum, right? And not dead last like we are again this year. Like, right? <laughs> we thought. So everything is set up for Derek. Now, and, and it was just a win-now season. Like, everybody had that expectation, fans, media, the team, everybody otherwise. But now the messaging is changing. You notice that? Mm-hmm. Now the Raiders are, as the kids say, moving the goalposts on us. Uh, yeah. I don't like that. I, I don't, don't either. It drives me nuts. It, like, And now it's like, oh, well, we need to get our guys under uh-huh. in the building. Oh, well, now we need to we need time to install our scheme. Oh, we need time in the draft. Do you need time in the draft? Well, then why did you trade away why'd your you, top draft you picks for Devontae Adams? Yes. That doesn't make sense. So those messages are starting to change. So like... Well, I get Rome wasn't built in the day, and I understand that a whole idea, and I understand why Mark Davis is committed to Josh McDaniels for four years. I get, I understand all those things, but that's a different narrative now mm-hmm. when you've lost seven games yeah. than when the seat when you were undefeated in the preseason. Right, undefeated in the yeah. preseason, You're spinning and, the narrative to make right. it work for work now. for right. you, which is that's, and and that part I really bullshit. really it is bullshit. I don't I don't care <laughs> yeah. for that part at all because we're not stupid, and that's the thing is that like I say all the time on on this show and otherwise, like we as Raider fans, like we may be passionate and we may lead with our hearts and we may you know try to find things that don't exist and thing whatever, <laughs> but at the end of the day, we're not stupid we're and idiots. we know what we see and like. We are, our expectations might be unrealistic at times, but what we see on game day, those, like, we see it. So acknowledge what that is and don't try to, like, move that around. Uh, Tyrone Gray's in there. Thank you for the super chat. He says, um, Derek should have been. He had one too. Okay. And I'll get, I'll do that. Yeah. Uh, Derek should have been snapping like Dennis Green versus the Bears. I think this is how Derek Carr snaps. Right. I think just like, you hear, and I played the sad sack thing, and it's kind of jokey, but like you hear Allen Iverson in there. You hear, of course, T.O. in there. You hear Wayne Gretzky in there. You hear some of the greatest athletes in their respective sports in there crying, okay? Mm-hmm. Ladanian Tomlinson, as much as we hate him, that's another one that's in there. That's how that manifested in them. Dennis Green manifests through outbursts, right. you know? Well, and maybe some Edwards. men see anger as a weakness, and so they don't burst out with anger. You know, I mean, it, it could go both ways. It could go both ways, but that's just, but again, it's the investment. That's yes. what I care about, is that if Derek went up there and was like, yeah, man, just, you know, right. rough day, rough day. Okay, let's, uh, let, hey, anybody want to ask about the Broncos? Yeah. I'd be like, right. What? Wait a minute. No, right. like, let's dig in. And that's his way of digging in. Yeah, so I'd much rather have Derek do what he did, frankly, than Josh McDaniels doing this. Yeah, yeah. You Amen. Know? Yeah, 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 yeah. When, uh, when you see all the still shots of him doing this, like, yeah. I ain't with that yeah. shit. Right. No. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, and last week we wanted Derek to give more information. We wanted everybody and now was we like, got it. you got it. 
you didn't get it in the delivery they want, but you you don't get to tell people how to deliver how Amen. they feel. Right, right. You just have to take how they feel and ingest it. Like you don't get to tell them how to do it. Absolutely, and you're right. That's a great call out too. He gave us exactly what we wanted to hear. Uh, I cried when my Ebony Miss Ebony Graves ten dollar donation. Thank you, Miss Ebony. Uh, I cried when my boss pissed me off because I wanted to fight him, but I couldn't because <laughs> I would have lost my retirement. But I had exactly. to let my anger out or lose my retirement. Yeah, you know, like I said, a manifest, but there you go. It's a different uh, example of investment. And that's all that we're, we're looking for is just for the team to be invested. And, you know, right now there are some that are, and there are some that aren't. And don't you know, they're going to weed out the undesirables. Uh, let me say one last thing too, before we, before we move on to the, um, uh, to the, to actually, I'll tell you what, let's go ahead. Let's, I'm going to play an audio clip. Let's, uh, let's check in with Rich Gannon. And then I'm going to give you some thoughts on leadership here in a minute. Jeff Saturday and Indianapolis Colts roll into town and find a way to get a win 25-20. And if you look at this game, this is really a microcosm of really what's happened the entire season for the Las Vegas Raiders. Their inability to win close games. When you look at the amount of money that this team has committed to their big players offensively, $340 million in contracts to Derek Carr, Devontae Adams, Darren Waller, and Hunter Renfro. Now, they just put Darren Waller and Hunter Renfro on an injured reserve both those players have missed significant time this season, particularly the tight end, Darren Waller. And that has had a huge impact on Carr's ability with ball distribution. Defensively, this is a defense a lot like last year that can't get to the quarterback and can't take the ball away. They went out and spent a lot of money on Chandler Jones. He has yet to have a sack this season. The only player that you can really count on on the Raiders defense is Max Crosby. He gives you everything he has every single snap. But when you look at the other players, you just don't see that same effort, that same enthusiasm, that same intensity. And finally, let me just pay off what's going on with the Raiders offense as it relates to Derek Carr. You know, Derek hasn't played horribly, but he really hasn't played well, especially late in games. At some point, he has to step up and play better. So I think there's enough tools in the toolbox to get it done. And Derek Carr hasn't especially when they needed him the most late in games. If you look at his one-loss record, 59-77, and 77, that really says it all. Derek Carr has to find a way to put this team on his shoulders and get them to the finish line. All right, there we go. So there's the uh, 2002 MVP, Rich Gannon, uh, with his thoughts on the Raiders. And, you know, he talks a lot in there about the Raiders' defense. And, you know, listen... <laughs> Here we go. Keep the sad sack spirit up here. Uh, Raiders defense this season. Opposing quarterback uh, QBR, ranked 32nd in the league. Goal to go percentage, 32nd in the league. Opponents completion percentage, 32nd in the league. Takeaways, 32nd in the league. Sack percentage. Why not? This will be easier if I just read you all the ones that are 32nd in the league. Sack percentage and sacks, 32nd in the league. 31st in the league. Opponents touchdown in, uh, to interception ratio. Opponents points for, per drive. Opponents points per play. Defensive efficiency and red zone percentage. Ranked 30th in the league. Third down percentage, yards per play, uh, and opposing yards per drive. And to finish it off, your NFL rank on defense for points per game, 28th. Um, listen, as it, how that relates to Derek Carr, exactly what we've said for nine years now. Give him a middle-of-the-pack defense and see what the Raiders can do. I'm not excusing Derek's 0 for 9 now on game, potential game-winning or tying drives this year. I'm not excusing any of that. And, I, and Jeff and I talked about this on Silver and Black today. When we're talking about the, the defense or anything else that's not Derek Carr, 
We're not absolving Derek Carr right. <laughs> from responsibility. Totally. It just happens to be the topic for the for the, the segment moment, right? at the moment, right? <laughs> so this is not me absolving Josh McDaniel's play calling. This is not me absolving Derek Carr getting happy feet or overthrowing players or <laughs> that's not that. I'm not going to this is not me pretending that those things don't exist. That said, I will tell you this. In Derek Carr's career, his defensive ranks for every season in 2014, we were 32nd in the league. In 2015, we were 22nd in the league. In 2016, we were 20th. Holy shit, with a 20th ranked defense, we got to the playoffs. <laughs> 2017, and then, of course, the locker room falling apart, uh, we were 20th in the league. Then here we go back down again. 2018, 32nd. 2019, 24th. 2020, we were 30th. 2021, we were 26th. And this year, in the illustrious 2022, we have the 27th ranked defense. Now, again, are we absolving Derek Carr from his responsibilities? No, but you can't tell me <laughs> in any freaking sound mind that if any one of these are 15 or more, that our team isn't better. And Derek Carr's record isn't better. So don't you know what I'm saying? Like, it's that's a ridiculous notion to me that people can't freaking draw those lines together and do the math. My gosh. The 2022 Raiders... I'm getting fired up. Oh, red in the face. Uh, 2022 Raiders are the first team to have 10 sacks or less... Um, or Wait, excuse me. 10 or less sacks and 6 or less takeaways in the first nine games of an NFL season. In the history of the league. Lane Kiffin was fired. Well, then we go back to the coaches here. Uh, Lane Kiffin was fired with cause for bringing disgrace to the organization. His record was 15, five and fifteen, the same winning percentage as Josh McDaniels. Um, you know, oh God. okay. So, oh gosh, I don't know. I don't even know where I want to go with all this stuff. <laughs> I'll tell you this. I'll just say this, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna hit a break, Jeff, and I want to talk about leadership. Uh, the Raiders went out. We're 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 two and seven. Woo! Okay. If we went out and go 10 and 7, the Raiders have a 95% chance of making the playoffs. Let's go. Let's go. We're going there to the you. playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to the Violator, and I'm live on Raider Fan Radio. Where are you at, baby? Nobody enjoyed a good Donnybrook more than sixth-year linebacker Phil Villapiano. This is Phil Villapiano, and you're listening to Raiders Fan Radio. <laughs> Franklin83 in the chat says, smoking that opium. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I love it. All right, uh, Joel says, if they win out, I will legally change my one-year-old's name to D.C. There you that's, go. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, all right, so um, our good friend Ron the Materator yes. uh, this week in one of our gr group chats uh, asked about um, leadership, and he asked me, he was very kind to ask me about my opinion on, on leadership. For those of you who don't know, I have a, and this is not self-gloss, it's just a, it's an area of study that's, that I'm passionate about, and, and that's what my degree is in, and, uh, and I love studying leadership of organizations and institutions, whether that be, um, you know, a business enterprise, whether that be a church, whether that be a school, you know, in this case, a football team, um, so it's fascinating to me, you know, it could be governmental, like any time that you have leaders, and there are, I would say this, um, there are commonalities between great leaders. So when you look at, uh, if you were to study 
great leaders. You, you could study, you know, the, the pastor of a church, a, a great pastor of a church, uh, a great president, a, a tribal leader, um, you know, a, a, a bank president. You could, whatever, you could look at all these different entities and institutions. You'll find that there are certain commonalities between those leaders. And so when Ron asked me that question about when, whether it was with Derek or in this case w- with, with Josh McDaniels, um, or we can talk about them both collectively because it doesn't matter. Because again, there's these shared qualities that all great leaders have. And they're actually attainable qualities. Like we think about leaders as being born or being born charismatic or being, and there are some certain people like, you know, Obama was a brilliant orator and people that carry themselves. Sure, those things are innate abilities. But in terms of like what you can do as a leader of an organization, you can actually learn this stuff and and you can input these things in in play. So he asked me about that. Here's ultimately where I think when it comes to Derek, locker room leadership is a little bit different than leading an organization like Dave Ziegler, Mark Mark Davis and, and Josh McDaniels. Locker room leadership is all about unity. Like you got to be pulling the same rope, right? You've all got to be working in the same direction. There's a vision that has been crafted and then implemented in, 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 into the locker room. It's up to the leaders. It's up to Derek Carr to drive that vision, to share, to, to share that vision with those that struggle to grasp it. It's all about communication and example. That's where like, you look at like, like an Eli Manning, Eli Manning was a great leader, the optics of it, and he was criticized all the time by fans, was that, oh, he needs he needs to be more fiery. He needs to be more this. But he, that's not what his leadership style was. His leadership style was example, because that is the leader as, as a quarterback. You've got to lead by example. So work ethic, right? Like time in the building. We hear Derek talk about that stuff, first in, last out, all those kinds of things. Staying in your playbook, watching your film. Those are the things that you can do. And then make sure that the ones that are around you are doing the same thing. So that's that's leadership in the locker room. As the At the top of the organization, though, when you, we look at Josh, leadership is all about making more leaders. That's what makes you great. Can you lift up those around you and enable their own successes? That's what drives greatness. Well, we're too far out still. We don't know. We don't know if, 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 if I keep wanting to call him Lane Kiffin for some yeah. reason. We don't know if Josh McDaniels is that guy because we haven't given him enough runway yet. That's what Mark Davis was talking about this week. And when you read the Las Vegas Review uh, Journal, um, when Mark Davis was asked about his, his, his uh Kiffin, the long-term answer at head coach, did he think that would be? And he said, well, why wouldn't I? Like, there's a reason I signed him to a four-year deal. I'm, I'm going to give him that four years to, to find out because you don't find out in seven games. Now, where we as fans get frustrated is that we look at other teams around the league. We look at Brian Dable and the Giants. We look at Mike McDaniel and the Dolphins. We look at the Vikings. We look at, like, a lot of other teams around the league that flip their seasons around. The Vikings were terrible last year. The Vikings weren't winning close games last year. Now they are, right? And so we look at that as fans, and we're like, well, why can't we have that? I wish we did right now, but we don't. And the bottom line is, as I will tell you, in terms of leadership— you have to wait and see. You have to let the thing evolve. That's why presidents get four-year terms because you ain't flipping a country around in one. It takes right. time to then to craft that vision, share it with your constituents, lift them up to their own successes, and then drive those things. So, anyways, that's my take on it all. Please, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, and I and and everything that you said is absolutely right. But I think the 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 frustrating part with a lot of with a lot of folks within Raider Nation, including myself, 
um, is, you know, yes, those are the qualities. Josh McDaniels needs to be making more leaders. But when you don't know what the hell's going yeah. on in your locker room and you don't know who Derek's referring to mm-hmm. and, hey, these guys need to step up. They're not getting it done. And if Josh goes, yeah, I don't know. I don't know who <laughs> I don't know who he's talking about. You you should know. You should but, be well, making okay. more leaders, though. Well, I agree. But see, now I think this is and again, we can we can we can argue or debate tactic. But what I think this is, is Josh trying to enable the locker room. When you look at what McDaniels was criticized for when he was at Denver, is that he came in there and tried to be Bill Belichick. He tried to go in there and tell everybody what to do. They had to dot every I, cross every T, do it this exact way, do your job, the Patriot way, all that shit. And that when they didn't, and there was a revolt against him, he was left with nothing. because He's trying he was, to give them the power. He was micromanaging yeah. the hell out yeah. of every single little thing. Now you're exactly right, yeah. Michelle. Now he's trying to be like, I don't know, ask Derek. Yeah. I, it, you know what I'm, that's, I think, now again, the optics of that and how the message gets delivered mm-hmm. That's where maybe he needs some work as an orator and things like that. Right. But that concept about being like, that's you, You're I don't, grown men. Let's men lead men. Like I'm here, but let me let me give them the power. You know, you guys are the captains. But I think you're you're both right because you're right. Like you should know. No, Michelle, and I'm Jeff, right. Damn it, Jeff's wrong. <laughs> oh my gosh, no, like, this is Murph fan game. Where all else fails, Murph is right. <laughs> <laughs> no, like you, you're right. Cause he's, he sounded like to me when I heard it and, and, you know, I talked about his delivery is very pragmatic and, and I'm not going to lie. I listened to him today. His, I, was it today press conference or I don't know, whatever the, the latest one. And there was, there were a lot of really good things he said, but I had to get past the way he was saying it. The, and, yeah, and yeah, that yeah. is where I think we, everyone needs to, cause I'm not a fire McDaniels person. Like don't shoot me in the chat. Like, because I do think you're right. There needs to be a level of time. The Raiders have been toxic for so, 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 so damn long. It's like being in a toxic relationship and you finally get out with somebody who might have a freaking inkling of how to live life without, you know, being ridiculous. And you are like, you're, you're doing it wrong. Like, this is so wrong. This doesn't feel right because it's good right and you know like maybe and i'm not saying that mcdaniels is doing everything right because he doesn't have a delivery that i'm comfortable with but maybe check how we're policing how he's saying it and maybe try to hear what he's saying because he was saying a lot of things today where i was like oh damn that was i think he might be right about that yeah 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 yeah. you kind of have to get past but but yeah he i think that was kind of shitty what he did because it almost like he was like well i don't think there's anything wrong uh, you have to ask Eric, Derek about that because yeah. I don't, mm, I don't know what that is, yeah. you know. And that just kind of mm, that, well, that I th- did was weird. And I think, I think with Raider fans too, I think the thing that makes it so unbelievably frustrating is, like you said, we've been a freaking mess mm-hmm. for how many years, minus a year or two here <laughs> right. and there, you know. But then last year we we did something, right. you know. Despite all the bullshit, despite everything that happened, we lose rugs, we lose Gruden, we lose Arnett, we lose right. all these things. And b- despite every one of those things, we found a way to do it. Right. And so we were like, oh, yeah. Finally, we're headed. You there. know, <laughs> finally we, you know, finally. exactly. <laughs> finally, we get 
to uh, finally we get some success. We see what it's like to have a locker tasted room that's together. That, yeah. We tasted oh success just <laughs> a little bit. The first then, one's always free. Exactly, man. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But you just touch, you just touch <laughs> a little bit. Exactly. And, but, and then we go into this off season and we add all these pieces. Mm-hmm. You know, we yeah. add McDaniels, we right. add Devontae, we add Chandler, we add Rocky Sin, we add all these different things and we're like, yes, it's finally right. coming together. And we shit the bed. Yeah, but and you know we what? Shit if the you, bed. And I, so it's like, as fans, we were just like, "Oh, are you serious? Like, yeah. we're doing this shit again? Damn it! Yeah. Like, come we on! We were so close. We were, we were so damn close. What were you saying? Well, I was gonna say, if you isolated last season, though, God, y'all, please don't kill me. Don't cancel me in the chat. If you isolated last season, we still had major red zone. Oh, issues. you know what I'm saying? Like, yes. yeah, we won those games. But and I will say, we were we. I think that we. I know it's not we. Whatever. They were riding off of serious emotion, and they wanted to carry each other. And so now there's a group of men that don't have that connection. You know, they took a lot away. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. And now they have to create that connection. They don't have it. Like, so last season was great, and it felt great, and we all got to taste a little bit of that. But if you isolated that season, we were really not as good. Like, Daniel Carlson sealed a lot of those games, almost oh, all yeah. the games, because we couldn't finish and we let the, the Chargers come all the way back in that exactly. last game. We yeah. were all so glad to be there and yes. watch that live. It was yeah. amazing. But, yeah. like, yeah, so that almost got really ugly. You almost have to just delete. Not delete it because, yeah, we've made some major changes. We That's not who we are anymore. And, and you and I mean, Rich Rich Basacci, I loved him. I thought he was great. But, I mean, this that doesn't mean we would have continued that. Yeah, that's this, right. You know? Yeah, yeah. Like, I, it just is, I mean, well, now, I mean, I guess we're just at a point where we have to freaking suck it up and. I hope we that McDaniel's is the one. Oh, this is, he ain't going anywhere. Well, that's the thing, and that's, <laughs> so that's where I always, you know, land on Raider Nation. Like, look, yeah. we can we can get on the microphones, and we can squawk to each other, and chat rooms or otherwise. Uh, at the end of the day. Uh, Mark, Mark Davis is going to own your football team. Josh McDaniels is going to be your head coach. And for now, Derek Carr is going to be your quarterback. Right. You know what I mean? Until yeah. Unless they decide to bite the $5 million bullet and dead cat money. But uh, so we'll see. Anyways, let's go ahead and move on to some of the, uh, the media comments this week. Swag Jeff, hit a break. This is Kevin, the Raider nerd, live at the Oakland Raiders tailgate. Raiders! We got, we got Grill Rillis. Hey, I got uh, Uncle Marsh and Murph. I love you guys. Much love from the Black Hole, baby. Just win. All right, Swago. Shout out the chat room there before we jump in this next segment. Absolutely. Matthew Mangus, Pirate1975, Stacy Ruff, Circus Raider, Raider Jack, uh, Tyrone Graves, Vibrators in there. Uh, Aaron, the Q-Dog Raiders in there. Uh, Raider Loco, Pineapple's in there. Matthew Mangus, Paul's in there. Uh, let's see who else we got in there. Stacy Ruff, Adam Hill, the whole crew, man. Uh, <laughs> I love it. Uh, Valerie Vibrator says uh, they need some team building activities like basket weaving or touring Jack Daniels. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Michelle says maybe some trust falls. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe. Isn't that so funny? Maybe that'll do it. Oh, my gosh. All right, so let's check in with uh, with the Up and Adams show. So Kay Adams, our, our, our good oh, good yeah. friend of the That's show. That's a good friend. Good friend uh, <laughs> that uh, that used to host Good Morning Football. Of course, she's moved on to her own thing, and it's called Up and Adams. Go, and uh, go it's a pretty, pretty good show. Mm-hmm. And uh, she had Brandon Marshall on here, and Brandon Marshall's got some scathing comments yeah. uh, about the Raiders and the leadership that's going on there. 
Daniels is your former head coach. The Raiders, they're at two and six, and it's almost inexplicable because they have so much talent. And there's a lot of rumblings, especially over the past week, that McDaniels is not suited to be a head coach. Is that fair? Wow, he's not? Why isn't he? Look at all his experience. Look how many Super Bowls he won as an offensive coordinator. Being in New England, okay, having Tom Brady, helping Tom Brady out. Then getting a job in, in Denver in 2010 and losing. And sometimes, right, the second time around, you're better when you go through what you went through the first time, right? So he has all the experience in the world, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Maybe, just maybe, Kay, they should have went and got Jeff Saturday. But now he's gone. Oh boy. Now he's gone. He's not coming back. Josh McDaniels is definitely not suited to be a head coach. Absolutely not because of what I talked about when we were talking about Jeff Saturday. Because he doesn't know how to lead people. You can have all the X's and O's in the world, Kay. But when you go into a losing locker room, the first thing you have to do is be able to get to the the players' mind and their hearts. And he's not capable of doing that. He's not capable of doing that with his players. He's not capable of doing that with his coaches. And when things hit the fan, it gets worse with guys like that. You have guys retiring mid-season. Think about that. Mm -hmm. That's horrible leadership. You want guys to rally around. You want guys to say, this is his first year back. I'm playing for him and his wife and his kids. Right. They're doing the opposite. They're saying, I'm shutting it down. All right. So there's like, you know that meme that says no lies detected or whatever? Yeah. Yeah. The only one, the only comment in there that I didn't agree with is I didn't care for when he said he walked into a losing locker room. I don't agree with that. I don't For everything that we just said. Like, if anything... This locker room was galvanized yeah. last year, and it was a lot of it was because of Casey Hayward, right. Yannick Ngakwe, yep. Will Compton, mm-hmm. freaking Alec Ingold. Like you look at the players that were jettisoned from this roster; those were leaders. Those were very; those were glue guys, yeah. right? And around, and so I think that you know, yes, those players were removed, but the players that they were replaced—it's not like we replaced them with chumps. It's not like freaking Jakob Johnson's not a stuff. You know what I mean? So like. I don't know about him as a leader or anything. Where Alec Ingold, we definitely know he is. Um, but anyways, point being, though, is that I don't think that there was the culture of losing around the Raiders last year. So I'm not with Brandon on that. But the rest of his comments seem to be, I mean, and like I say all the time, until given reason to believe otherwise or evidence to believe otherwise, we got to take all these criticisms as, as truths. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, you can't really argue with much of anything that he said there. You know, I mean... You know, I mean, I I hope he proves us wrong. And, you know, I think that's Mark Davis's plan is that, yes, it's going to take time and we're going to see him blossom into a good coach and all that. But just right now, it's, just, it's not there. And as Raider fans, we're just we're we, we get we tend to get a little impatient right. sometimes. And that's OK. You know, we we've, we've gone through a lot. Right. You know, it's, <laughs> yeah. when is it going to finally yeah. be our freaking time? Yeah. That's right. Yeah. And, you know, so I t- it's totally warranted. But, you know, but but you can't really argue with what Brandon said there. No, like, and now that I've heard what he said, I take back everything I said about it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, um, because, because, you know, but McDaniels is a little dead behind his eyes. Like, Basaccia had such a caring, like, yeah. he just seemed he was like, like your he uncle genuinely or, wanted yeah, yeah, yeah. to win for these guys. McDaniels seems like a guy that just knows the equation, but he doesn't really care about you know like everybody getting involved in on it he just seems not i don't even know if it's an arrogance i don't know what to call it but he does seem kind of dead behind his eyes like he's just like going and maybe he's shell-shocked because we've shit the yeah, bed so yeah, bad yeah, yeah. That's you know a good so point he's too. like well 
shit, I don't, guys, I don't know. <laughs> I, don't know. <laughs> I really thought this was going to be better season. And so this is all I got for you guys, you know? So maybe yeah. he's a little shell-shocked because he should be. We're all. We're all shell-shocked. Like shell-shocked. Absolutely. So, I mean, but yeah, he does seem like, and and he's, I guess they're going to need time. I don't know. I don't know. We don't have time. <laughs> Raider Nation does not have time to give. So get it together. Uh, Aaron, the Q-Dog Raider in there says, wasn't uh, Dolan Leavitt our ultimate glue guy? Yeah, I mean, she's <laughs> Dolan Leavitt's actually having a pretty good year in Green Bay there, oh, uh, playing for Rich. All right, we're going to jump to the last uh, segment <laughs> in here for the media because this is a long one. Uh, but I want to feature this thing uh, before we jump into the Sea of Fans mailbag. Uh, so this is uh, Captain Kirk. This is Kirk Morrison, literally the last great linebacker we've had. Um, you know, the war. I'm, I'm thinking about getting another 52 jersey just so I can get a Kirk. Kirk, Mor- <laughs> Kirk Morrison's awesome. I love this guy. Uh, and not only was he great as a player, but he is amazing as a guest host on Rich Eisen Show. And so let's check in with this is a pretty good little run here. It's about a four or five minute uh, uh, rant from Kirk, but he's kind of given his take on the state of the Raiders. And this is, uh, this is some really good insight. Josh McDaniels came into a situation of a team that had went to the playoffs. This was not a team that was considered broken or trying to get over the hump. This was a team that had a coach in Rich Passaccia who was the interim coach. We all know what happened with John Gruden last season. That was a difficult situation for any coach. We know about what happened with Henry Ruggs on that team. Mm -hmm. Rich Passaccia came in and, and basically, not only did he write the ship, but he also got guys to play for each other. He got guys to listen, got guys to do, where everybody was saying how, what's going on with the team, pulling you different directions. He got everybody on the same page. They go to the playoffs, and maybe they're a couple plays away from beating the Cincinnati Bengals on the road, and who knows what would go from from there. So when Josh McDaniels takes over the job, you're not getting immediate results. When you've also invested in Chandler Jones, You've invested in bringing over Devontae Adams. You've already got outstanding players in Max Crosby. I thought Derek Carr had shown that he is the quarterback that this franchise has been you know, wanting. He's playing at a high level. But what I'm seeing is a disconnect. But I think it's also now, it's a belief in themselves. There's no confidence. This is not a confident football team. This You can watch and just say, this. they're not confident in themselves. Now you can work hard and you can play hard, do all those things. I, and I've done that before. I've, you know, first, first, first person in, last person out. You can work, do all that. That's great. That's, that's, that's outstanding. You're doing your job. But there is a point when you go into a game and all of a sudden you've built that dam. That dam is built. And all of a sudden there's a little crack and you start to see a little water come out. And instead of everybody saying, hey, let's go patch it up together, you start to see it break a little more. It's like, uh-oh, here we go again. The dam's about to break. And next thing you know, that's what's happened. The dam just continues to keep opening and opening, and boom, it's gone. And I'm seeing that from this football team. And that's the difficult part is that obviously you don't have some, some players who are available to you, but you would expect more from a team that played in the playoffs a year ago that you don't lose – they're 0-6 this year in these one-score games. Last year, I think they were 7-2 in one-score games. That shows you how close it is to win games in the NFL. Because you look at the Minnesota Vikings, they find a way to win those games this year. They very well easily could be in the Raiders situation, but they've won those games. 
So that's the hardest part for me is where Josh McDaniels has to look his guys in the eye. And they, I know they are. They're, I know they're working. But right now, there doesn't seem to be that juice, that energy. And I talked about a win-win for the trade when it came for Miami and Kansas City. It's almost been a lose-lose trade when it comes to Green Bay and, and the Raiders, right? The Packers and the Raiders trade. Aaron Rodgers hasn't looked the same since they let go of Devontae or they traded away Devontae Adams. And the investment in Devontae Adams from the Raiders has he's gotten good yards and playing well, got cup touchdowns, but it hasn't resulted in the wins. So there's one trade that's a win-win. This one has been a lose-lose. Now, it's just for this season because Aaron Rodgers, obviously he's got receivers now that he's working with, and Christian Watson did have a big game. The rookie had three catches who was supposed to be the guy to replace Devontae Adams. So there's a work in progress, but right now both teams are hurting off of this. Ah. <sighs> Swat Jeff, thoughts? That sucks. <laughs> I hate it. I hate it. Took the words man. right out of my mouth. Yeah, yeah. This is why we're not analysts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This sucks. It does. I mean, Swag Jeff. Yeah. 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 And you yeah. can quote me on that. Okay. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Just, that's you know, rough. Uh, Michelle, any thoughts? I on? mean, yeah, that's. This it sucks. Just, it, it does because when somebody lays it out so like specifically and uh-huh. honestly, it really stings. Yeah. I mean, because you can't say no, like a lot of people want to, like on Twitter and stuff. Like it's, it's man. Yeah, that's why I always sucks, say, like I I I trust Rich Gannon's opinion right. more than I trust our own, or especially right. you know Joe Camaro forty five yes. on Twitter, right? You know, and so and yeah, I trust Kirk Morrison and yeah. his take on it. You know, a guy that practically spent his whole career yeah. with the Raiders was again just like the last great linebacker we had. Like yeah. that's, that's a long time ago, you know. So yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, so all right, I'm gonna give you a little do- a dose of positivity though, Raider Nation. Yay! Before we before we jump in and see a fans mailbag. All right, so I told you if we went out, we have a 95% chance of making the playoffs. It all starts this week against the Denver yes. Broncos. Yes. The Denver Broncos offense. Okay, and I'll, I will say that. I'm going to say that, and I'll shut up. There was that Colin Coward clip that came out this week where he was like, look, I know the Raiders aren't great right now, but I'd rather have their situation than the Denver Broncos. 100% right. A million percent correct. A million percent. Think about if you're a freaking a Bronco fan and you're stuck with Mr. Let's Preach. Ride for five years. <laughs> Mr. Lynn. Oh, my oh gosh. God. Rough. Okay, it's so <laughs> so the Broncos offense is averaging 14.6 points per game. That is dead last in the NFL, and they're fewest through nine games since 1966. <laughs> to put this into perspective, Denver averaged 20.2 points per game under Paxton Lynch in 2016 and 2017, and they averaged 19.7 points per game with Pat Shermer and uh, Teddy Bridgewater and Drew Locke in 2021. The Broncos are down worse than we are. And that, look, and I know the Colts were down worse than we are too, yeah. but we <laughs> beat the, the Broncos part. this year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Maybe we can do it again. Yeah. yeah. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Fading, looking, looking, looking. He's under the gun. He's tied. He's thrown. It Uh, we appreciate you all so very, very much. Everyone that's joining us in the chat room tonight. Uh, Rick Grimes is in there. Raider Way is in there. Uh, Lencho is in there. Ron the Materator is in there. Uh, we appreciate you all very much. Bullyface is in there. Uh, Renee Rivota is in there. Franklin83. Frank from NorCal. Uh, Mile High Raider. So many of our good friends. Tider Raider is in there. Appreciate you very, very much. All right, so you can contact this show a multitude of ways. You can join us live each and every week at youtube.com slash Raiders Fan Radio and jump in with John Ogle and Raider Loco and the best chat room there is in all of sports and especially Raider Nation. And uh, so you can join in that way or you can call the show at 909-345-3346 that is 909-345-3346 or you can email the show and and get talk slow though so they know where to go okay show okay at raidersfanradio.com so show that one syllable four letters s-h-o-w there you go spell it at RaidersFanRadio.com. And, and hey, and folks are taking us up on the emails, Michelle. Listen, I have a handful you of You got a handful here. of them. Yeah, there. I All do. All right, let's go, ahead, let's go ahead and get after it. Michelle, who do we have tonight? All right, here we go. We got Silver and Black Mac first up. All right. Salute RFR. Salute Nation. From this point forward, all opponents should harass and call DC a crybaby, hopefully activating the real Raider locked inside to lead and just win, baby. Well, that felt good. Deep breaths. Everybody deep breaths. If anything, we've learned one thing so far this season is not to get excited about the progress or production of the team. Not understanding the excuses, these guys practice and prepare for what? Is it for game check or fantasy stats because it show ain't for winning games or play execution? Team captains should be ashamed. Go hit someone and get a win. Simple. Still flying my flags and manning my station, waiting for my Raiders to attack. Salutations from the Silver and Black Mac. Raiders! Appreciate you, Silver and Black Mac. That's right. Okay. Next, we have Hooligan Nation. All right. Hooligan Nation. Thanks for the beer, swag. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Hooligan Nation here from the 515, screaming at the top of my lungs, what in the actual, you know the word. (laughs) Never. (laughs) Oh, not that one. Sorry. (laughs) Not that one. 
that one. There we go. <laughs> Never in all my years have I ever felt this defeated as a fan. Understood that. We've all spent too many years trying to get back to the glory years that were my childhood, watching the black and silver delivering winning seasons and Super Bowl victories. We stayed strong through so many losing seasons. I even held my head up when we drafted Jamarcus Russell in the great scissor debacle. <laughs> but what a sad state of affairs it is when Mark Davis, a.k.a. Lloyd Christmas from Dumb and Dumber, oh, believes that losing to a high school coach is a fantastic job. Did Mrs. Davis dish out so many participation trophies to little Marky for not shitting his oh, diapers gosh. or pissing the bed that he thinks everyone Jeez. is a winner? Wow. Oh, yikes. We're going in. <laughs> I've heard the question asked, how much more embarrassment can Mr. Davis allow before he fires someone? But have you seen this window liquor? Bring back the great Al Davis. I have him kick his offspring's ass till he truly understands that this is not just winning. Still going to rep my beloved Raiders, never going to give up on the nation, and I'll hopefully see many of you in December when we take on the Cheatriots in Vegas. Let's go, Raiders. Just win, baby. No, seriously, just win. Oh, nice. That's Hooligan Nation. That's Hooligan Nation, yeah. Awesome, Hooligan Nation. Yeah, look us up. We'll be there. That's right. Yeah, we'll be there. Come see us. We'll be there. Come see us. We've got John Ogle next. Hey, John Ogle. Hi, RFR. So here we are, halfway through the season, and the outcome looks bleak. Losses are piling up. The team has coaching and leadership problems that are killing the team dynamic. It appears some players are checking out early, and I question if some have ever checked in. With that said, everyone quit your bitching. <laughs> I'm tired of hearing people say, fire Josh McDaniels. It's all you see in the fan comments and on reports over and over and over. Just because everyone keeps repeating it doesn't mean it will happen. Right? Yeah. Do I think McDaniels is doing a good job? No. Do I think he will end up being a good head coach? No. Do I think he will be fired eventually, but not yet? Dave Ziegler is GM and his best friend is the head coach. Dave won't fire Josh and Mark won't either until he feels he has given him a fair shot. I think Mark is too proud to admit he was wrong that quickly. Josh gets another season unless there's a major player revolt and they go to Mark. Mark has admitted he doesn't know football. He needs someone with football knowledge to help guide and keep his operation decisions in check. Preferably someone that has played the game and has the respect of his peers. Maybe Matt Millen, Howie Long, or Lewis Riddick. And the team needs a player's coach. Someone the players can relate to and will fight for. But do my opinions mean a damn thing to anyone in the Raider organization? Nope. And unless you're one of the select few that is paid by the Raiders to make decisions, neither does yours. Everyone is allowed to express their thoughts and emotions, but remember that doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result is the definition of insanity. Here's my take. Be a, realist, be a realist, not a pessimist or an optimist. You have no control over this team. You can love and hate them at the same time. What you think should happen likely won't. I accept this, love the Raiders, and root for them every week regardless of the score on their record. Embrace the family, friends, atmosphere, food, and drink. You'll probably need a lot of the adult versions. <laughs> control what you can control and have a great time. Remember, the greatest part of the Raiders is Raider Nation. John Ogle. P.S. Idea for next season, contact the Raiders for a group ticket package and let's organize an RFR takeover for a section of Allegiant Stadium. Shout out Trinidad for initiating this idea. Oh, wow. That was a good email. That was a good I email. It. That was a good email. Yeah, and I, and I love that idea. Yeah, I love that I idea. Too. So here, I would just say this. I love when we have fresh ideas like that. We are limited on bandwidth. If one of you wants to take the reins on that and set it up, we will participate and jump in and promote the heck out of it. Yep. Um, but yeah, if you want to contact the Raiders on our behalf and find out how to organize a group, hey man, we'll we'll. Uh, it might be a little tough because we'd all be coming in from a different place, but we'll figure something out. Yeah. We'd love to be part of that. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Great idea. Great idea. All right, we got Pirate nineteen seventy five next. 
Here's my take on the current state of the square-wheeled bicycle we all know and love as the Raiders. Again, I'm no expert, only a fan like you guys. The Patriot Way. The Patriot Way is being implemented in Las Vegas. If you're unfamiliar with the Patriot Way, it's basically conform or get out, or you will be forced to leave one way or another. Egos, stats, and personalities don't matter. Just production. Do your job. Mark Davis has cut a blank check for this. Josh McDaniels and Dave Ziegler have a hall pass to do anything, and I mean anything they feel is necessary to bring the Patriot way to Vegas, whether it works or not. Now, on to the players and the awful dumpster fire of a first season we all have had to go through. And I'm going to simplify the best way I know how to, so bear with me. Mark Davis, neurotic, adulterous mother. Josh McDaniels, no personality, new stepfather. Rich Basaccia, cool dad. <laughs> players, unruly teenage kids. This is good. <laughs> Think for a second what this team endured with cool dad Basaccia. Now, think for a second about who Josh McDaniels is trying to emulate. The only man he knows how to, Grandpa Belichick. <laughs> no more pats on the back when you dent the car door. No more trips to the arcade. No more fishing trips. No more snake cakes before dinner. Snack cakes before oh, dinner. Like, and I was like, what's cake? a snake cake? I want one. I didn't know what that was. <laughs> snack cakes before dinner. And no more sleepovers. Gone are the days of fun-loving, coming home tipsy, slapping irritated mom on the ass with a drunk wink, <laughs> handing you $20 for the NES game you've been wanting. Cool dad Basaccia. Will this all work? Not with the current roster. No way. They'll have to basically adopt a whole new roster to implement the system they're trying to create. This may take more than one painful season. Like it or not, welcome to the Patriot way. P.S. Unpopular take nowadays, but I support Derek Carr because he's about the only consistent, positive-minded, loyal player over the nine years we've had. We've had him. Throughout this crap show of a team, constantly changing coaches, terrible drafts, on and off season drama, Derek has been the biggest cheerleader for this mismanaged organization, and I can't hate the guy. Whatever happens, happens, but it will always I will always support and thank Derek for being a true raider. Thanks for listening, Pirate 1975. Nice job. That's nice. That was fun. That was good, yeah, man. That good emails good. tonight. Really good. Yeah. 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 All right. Next we got Raider Gill 76. Hey, RFR family. Hope all is well. Hey, Gil. We, we were dealt with another loss. It sucks. Unfortunately, like I said before, this is a rebuild season. This loss really stung me big time just for the fact that we got beat by a high school coach. Seeing Carr and his emotions at the podium and words said by Adams led me to believe that maybe there's something going on in the locker room. Hurt players and bad calls, of course, need to be factored in, but this new coaching staff are not focusing on the active roster best attributes. Hope I'm making sense. If anything right now, for better or for worse, our team needs our support. Take care, Raider Nation. Raider Gill, 76. Hey, Raider Gill. Nice, Appreciate you. Nice, nice, nice. All right. Next, we have PDX Raider. PDX Raider. Yeah. All right. Hey, RFR, it's been a minute for me. Folks, we just witnessed the sad sack fight of the century. <laughs> On one sideline, we had sad sack-looking Jeff Saturday making his first appearance since Groundhog Day. And on the other sideline, we had Sad Sack Patrick Graham, the man that looks like a toddler that just lost a balloon in the wind. <laughs> <laughs> These two battles to the end, and unfortunately for us Raider Nation, were the only ones defeated. But seriously, who the bleep is Jeff Saturday? Our Raiders couldn't beat him, but there we go. But I need a button over here. But <laughs> Raiders couldn't beat him. Yeah, but you I, do. <laughs> <laughs> but I bet big money the RFR Jeff's swag or QB will kick the Colts' Jeff asks any day of the week, even oh. on a Saturday. Okay. Oh, nice. Yep. A little wordplay. So yep. I like it. Somehow this thought makes me feel better. You can argue whether DC is still the guy or not, but after his emotional pressure, you can't argue he doesn't care or love this team. Mad Max apologizing to Raider Nation after the game. Josh Jacobs playing as hard as he does every week. And Devontae Adams calling out coaches. You can't say they don't take this job seriously. 
I still blame the coaching staff for the Raiders' downfall. We were a 10-win team last year, and the biggest change that happened was hiring McDaniels. We definitely need a new coaching staff because this is not it. I love Raider Nation, but why do we always want to go backwards and hire somebody from the past? I don't want any past coaches or players, and yes, that includes Mr. First and Last out himself, Zay Jones. It's a long shot, but I just want wins against the division and the 49ers. If that happens, I can deal with all the other sad sack Sundays. Good night, RFR. Now I'm off to drink some adult beverages, as the kids say, PDX Raiders. Hey, nice, nice job. <laughs> Salud. Yeah, okay. Sorry, <laughs> I'll take a drink because Paul is up. Paul, next. here we go. Nice. All right. <laughs> Good evening, fellow sufferers. <laughs> <laughs> I won't ask how everybody is feeling. I think I already know. Okay, let me get this right. Jeff Saturday has no head coaching experience. He only had one week with a beleaguered team, but in that time, he managed to derive a system and forge a fighting team spirit that the players were comfortable with, and all that with Doogie Hauser as a play caller, and he still beat the Raiders. <laughs> Now, I know you are all aware of this, but I need to keep repeating it to try and find some level of understanding as to what in the hell happened. Our good friend Wasted Talent said on Monday, they'll make an episode of 30 for 30 about this game. As if it wasn't bad enough to having to watch Josh McDaniels looking like a five-year-old lost in a shopping mall, Mark Davis has now said he believes the coach is doing a fantastic job. Well, if McDaniels' job description was to be a clueless fool, then yes, I agree. He's <laughs> nailed it. <laughs> My respect for Mark Davis has taken a big hit this week. Had he said, I'm not happy with the way things are going, but I still believe in the process. We just need a little more time to get things moving. Then I could get on board with it. But to say he believes Josh McDaniels is doing a fantastic job is mind-numbing and insulting. Yes. I get that he's not going to come out and say, sorry, folks, I've employed. <laughs> sorry, folks, I've employed a ball bag, but fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Really? <laughs> only an idiot could think this coaching staff is doing a fantastic job, and only an idiot would disrespect a fan base by making such a crass statement Wow! when your quarterback is an emotional wreck at the press conference telling the world that two-thirds of the locker room doesn't give a shit. Ladies and gentlemen, we are witnessing the biggest con artist story since Bernie Madoff. There's only three people in the organization that believe this is working well, Davis, Ziegler, and McDaniels. What I'm getting tired of is people saying they deserve time to get their own players together. Not when it's this bad, they don't. And there's an, here's another thing the NFL is constantly moving forward. And by the time Larry, Curly, and Moe decide to get A, B, and C, <laughs> the NFL will have moved on to M, N, and O. This is all inept coaching. From the, rocker, the, from the locker room to the practice field and onto game day, we now, have to, we now have an owner who seems to be more content to roll around in his pile of dollar bills like Scrooge McDuck, a head coach that is so utterly clueless he has no idea what's going on around him, a defensive coordinator that has a permanent look on his face as if someone has just pissed in his coffee, and Mick Lombardi who, well, I don't know what the hell he's doing. The guy is stealing a living. He's as useless as a family planning clinic phone number on Philip Rivers' Rolodex. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, as the kids it's, say, Paul. <laughs> And you know what the kids say. Uh, yeah, of course. It's I'm, 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 <laughs> You're on the pulse. I am on the, the pulse. I'm, in, uh, yeah, a, I'm with it. I'm hip. <laughs> it's all so damn confusing. <laughs> there is no logic to it. How does it become so dysfunctional when it all looks so promising? I've been on this Raiders hamster wheel for nearly 42 years, and it's no exaggeration to say I've never felt this level of disappointment. It's off the scale. The draft will now be the biggest in our history. 
Ziggler has to hit virtually every pick. Free agency has to work and work well. And next season has to be a success otherwise. Well, I don't want to think about that right now. One question I have got for those who are wanting us to tank is, what makes you think we're going to have a successful draft? Our history doesn't point to it, and after all, it's a total crapshoot. And Josh McDaniels <laughs> drafted Tim Tebow. Oh, wow. Now we're really down. <laughs> <laughs> it's a marvelous, strange world being a part of Raider Nation. It all seems so easy back at Super Bowl. Oh, I don't know Roman numerals. Which one is that? That is 27. 27. It, oh. <laughs> Was that right? <laughs> yes, 28. There's three lines. Oh, There's sorry. 28. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, Paul. You should have gave me parentheses. It felt like the success we <laughs> was always going to be there. If you'd have told me back then that 18. Still, <laughs> is it X, V, I, I, I? Oh, those aren't 10s. Those are fives. X is a five. X is a five? Everyone just delete what you just X, V is 10. Let me it's see that. X, X, V, I, I, I. Okay, I think he 10. put an extra X. That's oh. 20. Because Super Bowl oh, 18 is the last 18? one that we won, oh. <laughs> January 22nd, oh, 1984. Oh, he's talking about Super Bowl 18. I think oh, that's yeah. what he's oh, talking Yeah, look, yeah. that's right there. Oh. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, XVIII. Sorry, yeah. Paul. There was two X's. No, that was his fault. It- <laughs> Who won Super Bowl 28? <laughs> Uh, Will be ten years after eighty four. It doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Okay. Let me. Okay. That Super Bowl. It felt like the success was always going to be there. If you had told me back then that we'd still be waiting for our fourth Lombardi, I'd have laughed in your face because we were so good. I'd never turn my back on them, though. I just wish they'd stop making it so damn hard on us. Now let's go and kill those donkeys. Stay safe, RFR family. Love you, Raider Nation. His Lordship, the Royal Scribe, Paul Edgerton, Shropshire, Mississippi, Polly Award winner 2019 and 2022, Foggy Glasses Award winner 2020, BRT Sizzler, Scorekeeper, Proud Made Man, five times, five times, five times, five times, five times, times two now. Winner of the Raider Radio BRT Sizzler Award. Damn it, I messed it up. Sorry. Paul. It's a rough time. It is. We're down Paul. bad. It's okay. Paul. 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 Your name Paul. I'm Paul. I'm Paul. Darn right you are, Paul. That was yeah, an awesome are. email. That was awesome. and, and great job, Michelle. Yeah. A lot of emails yeah. tonight. That's a lot oh of emails. I didn't have to read a damn thing. <laughs> I know, right? It's a beautiful thing. <laughs> Jeff's over there getting his tongue swollen by beam. Like, he's good, man. Pour another one, bro. I got to read nothing. All right, so you can also contact the show by calling us at 909-345-3346. You guys good for probably another 30-plus minutes? Oh, yeah. Okay, all right, so we've got uh, quite a few calls to get to tonight. Let's go ahead and kick it off uh, with uh, with my cousin, Sonny, and uh, check in what he's got to say about the Raiders. Murph, what up? Uh, Swag Jeff. Uh, who else got over there now? Uh, Q, uh, QB Jeff. Got Swag Jeff, QB Jeff. Or QB Murph, host Murph, then you got Michelle. <laughs> That's good stuff. Hey, uh, what up to the made men? Murph, today's a good day. There, there's sunshine, and like, you know, the Raiders suck, but what's new, right? Uh, here's what I think's going to happen. I think this is Derek Carr's farewell tour. I think it's almost like as official as saying it's official, 
Derek Carr is not going to come back as a Raider. So the next, like, you know, next half of the season, so to say, is this his, like, Kobe Bryant farewell tour? <laughs> uh, there's no way he comes back. McDaniels isn't going anywhere. He's clearly Mark's guy. And Mark says, don't you honor contracts? Well, not if they fucking aren't working, you don't. But anyway, that's regardless of the point. I've accepted that Mark Davis is accepting Josh McDaniels, so then what's the next move, right? The next best thing I think the Raiders could do is bring in the most red-ass motherfuckers there are and surround Josh McDaniels with those guys. As his offensive coordinator, as his defensive coordinator, as his assistant, because what Rich Basakia brought last year was one of those three traits you can always pick on Madden for your head coach, right? Motivator. Money or, or, or the numbers guy, right? Or coach guy, right? Like inside the numbers. X's and O's. And McDaniels is clearly an X's and O's guy, but he has no f***ing connection with the team. Yep. And if you've been paying attention to, to culture and society, right now, it's all about kind of us versus them and, and the people versus the power. And if McDaniels came in like a power person, and he hasn't connected with the people. And this motherfucker better, or, or we're going to have a shit show for the next couple of years, right? So if we can bring in some red-ass people to motivate McDaniels, or at least motivate the players around McDaniels, because Rich had that motivator tactic, man. He wasn't the smartest X's and O's guy. But when you're coaching the best of the best at the top level, you don't need to be fucking X's and O's. They know how to dominate, I think, McDaniels has it wrong. At the NFL level, it is important to motivate these people. They know how to play the game, but every man doubts himself from time to time and acts out on emotions when he shouldn't. That's when a true leader steps up. That's what we need to put around McDaniels so we can see the team flourish. Oh, man, I love it there. Cousin Sonny. Nice. Good stuff. Much respect. Love it. And, you know, and Jeff, you brought it up on Silver and Black today. You you said and and when and at the moment it didn't hit me the way that that it did after thinking about it for a hot minute, like you said, like maybe they should you know because they're so famous for bringing in alumni. You're like bring in a Bolitnikov, bring in Why a Villapiano, bring in somebody like that to come in there and speak to a team. You know, not as fiery, but just you know as equally great of a leader and stoic and Art Shell. Like you know what I mean? Like why not? Like bring some of these guys around to try to like help try to connect the dots a little bit more or something. I don't know. Like, but with yeah. the way, when you said that, and then now Sonny brought that up, I'm like, that kind of yeah. makes sense. Or, or probably most importantly, probably Charles Woodson. That's oh, probably man. the yeah. guy. I think that's, yeah. I think yeah. that's the guy, I, right? I think that's the guy. I mean, you gotta, you gotta have someone in there that understands, you know, cause they always talk about y'all, we're changing the culture here. Oh, we're doing this. Oh, we're, we're bringing in a new, new era of the Raiders, all this stuff. You know, and there's not a whole lot of guys that have been on this team that understand what that actually truly means to be a Raider. So bring in a guy like Chuck. Bring in a guy like, you know. Even Richard Seymour, who was all over the place today. He was there this week, right? Phil Villapiano and all that stuff. All those guys are going to be there in December anyway. You know, fly fly him in a week or two early and say, hey, come on. Ray Chester, all that. Oh, my gosh. Calling a meeting. Calling a meeting. Yep. All right, uh, let's check in next. We've got a we've got a new made man here tonight. Oh, no, yes, we do. Let's go. So we've heard from him twice, and now this is the third time. Uh, let's check check in with our new good friend, Animal Mother, who called us at halftime from Allegiant oh, Stadium. Oh no, no! Hey, what's up, Raider Nation? It's Animal Mother calling in live from the Jeff Star at halftime. I wish I could say I was encouraged, but we looked pretty anemic uh, this first half. Huh. Damn. It is what it is. 
fucking hanging in there. Boys are having a good time. Got the kids here for their first Raider game. Met a lot of uh, Colts fans. They're mostly pretty friendly, but most of them also, I think, have an extra chromosome. Uh, we'll see. I'll give you guys my update at the end of the game where we're at. And, uh, yeah, we'll go from there. Love you guys. Love the nation. Great to see Richard Seymour out here. He's out here uh, lighting a flame into the Hall of Fame. We've got the uh, Richard Seymour towel, so at least we got that going for us. But uh, uh, Josh McDaniels might be looking for a job soon, and, you know, I coach youth football, so I might just walk my ass over there to uh, Al Davis and, uh, you know, interview for the job because uh, I could call better plays than him. Ah, all right, let's go. All right, we'll call you at the end. Out. All right, there he is, Animal nice. Mother, calling in live from Legion Stadium. So he never called back. <laughs> say not. Yeah, and you know what? And after the way that that game ended, and if I'm I'm there with my kids for their first game Raider game ever, uh, I'm probably not calling back either though. Nope, but uh, nope. but um, but much respect and congratulations to the to the newest uh, made man here at Raiders Fan Radio. And uh, so let's uh, welcome him, Animal Mother, to your seat now at the table. You are a made man. You showed you are part of the family by participation. By chance, a man like yourself should make enemies, then they would become my enemies. Showing you are a friend of Raiders Fan Radio, you have leapt across the line. Friendship is everything. Friendship is more than talent. It is more than the government. It's almost equal to family. Be loyal, made man, Raider fan. Someday, and that day may never come, I'll call upon you to do a service for me. But until that day, accept this as a gift. And don't ever forget, words can hurt more, but silence can break hearts. All right, Darius Animal Mother, nice. congratulations, my friend. So, so vibrators in the chat. Yeah, uh, you know her well. She <laughs> yeah. says they ought to bring Margot Robbie baby. in. Bring in Margot Robbie as the next coach. Oh, there you go. Yeah, she said she could, she could be dressed as uh, as Harley Quinn, just firing everybody up. <laughs> Everyone's, <laughs> Everyone's really fired up. Oh my gosh, Every, many ways to motivate people, right? That's right. <laughs> All bring right. <laughs> All right, next up, let's check in with our good buddy, Sugar Shane. What's good, Murph, Mosh, Swag, Jeff? This is Sugar Shane calling from a new place in Texas, Odessa, Texas. Oh, boy. Instant reaction uh, after this Colts game. Um, I love you guys. I love everybody in the chat. We love you, too. I love everybody in the main men text group. But, boy. I do not love this team. <laughs> Just want to say, Foster Moreau, MVP of the game, next to Josh Jacobs. Guy tried, but that last catch, or what he tried to catch, he didn't catch. Yeah. Long story short, fellas, I just want to say for this game, for this season alone, we've seen a lot. We've seen a lot of terrible things happen afoot. But the holiday season okay. is near us. <laughs> Just want to say I look forward to that versus Raiders football. So long story short, have a good night, fellas. I appreciate the chat. Everybody listening, have a good night. And, boy, do these Raiders suck. <laughs> they stink, and I don't like them. Ugh. 
I'm a fan at the end of the day, but I want to see them succeed, man. Yeah. I want to see them go through, conquer with everything. How do we lose to our first game coach, first moment as being a coach in the league in just Saturday? What is that all about? I mean, hey, you know, you you can wrap a, a, a ribbon in a turd, but it's still a turd at the end of the day. Am I right? So have a good night, fellas. Much love. Uh, there he is. Let me show Oh, my gosh. Raider Rick says, FYI, I'm definitely on board with the Margot Robbie thing. Yeah, I'm <laughs> so sure. Apparently, Margot Robbie's going to be our new head coach. Instead of the, the red and black, though, she'll have to be silver and black for sure. Absolutely. Yeah, well, John Ogle said maybe she could just be a cheerleader, and Paul goes, it's nearly 2 a.m. Don't do this to me. <laughs> <laughs> it's an image I can't cope with, pal. Poor Paul. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. All right, next up, let's check, uh, let's check in with our good buddy, Rev Raider, up there in Jersey. Going on, Murph. Uncle Moss in his retirement lawn chair, young Swaggo, Michelle Sweat. Rev Raider calling from Jersey, man. Ugh. Another week, man. i tell you this. Penalties, stupid penalties, drop passes, still getting killed over the middle and not stopping the run is what kills us, you know. I mean, stuff like that, you, you, you just can't have it, you know. It comes down to the coaching, too, because if the same things keep happening over and over again, you know, I don't want to hear the excuses. The players don't fit in the scheme and stuff like that. If you're a good coach, you'll find ways to make it work, you know. It seems like on defense, they keep getting smoked in zone when you're playing off. How about you move up, you know. They they play at a better rate when they're in man and press and stuff like that. I know you can't do it all the time, but damn, you know, um, it's just a whole bunch of garbage. Like, you know, you, you got players, you can tell. Why, if you go back and watch the game, you can see them visibly, you know, trying to will their way to a win. Devontae Adams, man, that one play where he was dragging people for the first down, dude wanted it. Mm-hmm. You can see D.C. when he's throwing passes and hitting strong, like when he's hitting Devontae and making big plays, he's in it. You know, other than the first quarter, they struggled. And that was even from drop passes and stuff. But I just don't like, you know, this regime, I'm not feeling it, you know. But at the same time, I get what Mark Davis is saying. You know, Rome wasn't built in a day. Wasn't torn down in a, in a year either, buddy. There you go. You know, and at the same time, don't piss on me with uh, the courtesy of calling it rain, you know, and sit there and say that Josh McDaniels is doing a phenomenal job. Nah, bruh. You know, he needs to do better. He sucks right now. There are certain things like, you know, I can respect play calling, but like on third down, we keep running the same plays over and over again, the deep ends and stuff like that or as they call them, dig routes and stuff, come on, bro, switch it up. There's, there's things that he, he's got to do better, and, it, like, it's it just it's terrible. I don't even know what to say anymore. I still ride with my team, you know, and I still, like, I'm rocking with Derek Carr and his emotion. It's cool. I'm cool with it because at the end of the day, they're the ones who got to step on that field and play, not the coaches. They're the ones who got to put their blood, sweat, and tears out there on that grass. So, you know, everybody got to step up. That's all I got, man. Peace.
Oh, all right. Nice. There he is. <laughs> Killing it. Love it. And I uh, appreciate Animal Mother in the chat. Oh, my Animal God. Mother, <laughs> Animal Mother, first he said this is the best day of his life, and then and then uh, drops it uh, for, for being made, and then drops a $10 donation. He says, FYI, I thought I called back after the game from the casino. Was hitting the sauce pretty good at that point. So some <laughs> random person is probably very confused by the message I left about the game. That's, That's unbelievable. Incredible, dude. That's unbelievable. I'd give anything to hear that. Oh, I know, right? <laughs> Absolutely. And I'd love to, and, I, and, and footage of that person. <laughs> listening to it yeah, just, being like uh, yeah like hey son what <laughs> what's this Raiders fan radio thing yeah anyways uh, good stuff there from Animal Mother and great stuff there from uh, from our good friend Rev Raider alright now let's go to uh, a new caller to okay. the show Woo. love it when we get new callers to the show called twice and uh, let's check in with our new friend section 308 Mark Black Jeff Jeff Uncle Mosh Section 308 here, um, you know, I come to every home game, I'm fucking loud, every third down, today though, I don't know, it's like we lost a toddler ball, you get me, we lost a toddler ball, two bad teams, one team with a new coach, and the new coach wins. Okay. Before before the Raider fans can jump jump all over me, remember, Herbert came into our stadium and converted a fourth and fourteen multiple times. Derek Carr can convert crap. Think about that. That's our offense. Our defense is what we knew it would be. Our offense is what it was. I won my 17 jersey. Season seat holder. Action 308. I won my 17 jersey. Is the only one mentioning anything, anything in interviews showing any fucking heart. That's all I gotta say. What happened tonight? Through that, we lost a toddler bowl. I don't think we'll win another game. Peace out. Much love. Oh, much love back at you, Section 308. Appreciate the call. And I love these calls coming alive from Allegiant Stadium. Yeah, these are that's great. That's really cool. That's, that's really, really, really cool. I mean, obviously, I I, I feel for you because mm. we can hear the dejection in your voice. Yeah. Uh, but uh, anyways, but, but do love the calls coming from the stadium. And so, yeah, if you go to a game, man, definitely give us a shout. Uh, next, all right, let's check in. He called back. Let's check in with our, uh, with our buddy, Section 308. Section 308, once again. Hey, look, man, props to you and your boy finishing his first year in the Navy. I'm calling back. Mine is finishing his, his fifth. We enlisted. Hey, props to all the veterans out there. Seriously. Much respect. Right. Talking to my boy here. We're here at the Mandalay Bay. Game's over. F***ing sitting here like a bunch of f***ing losers. And I wanted to say, same thing we've been reiterating all f***ing day before the game started. We did more with less last year. Our number one was Hunter Renfro, and number two was Jay Jones. Number one this year, Devontae Adams. Let that sink in. Your number one is Devontae Adams. Okay? And then you got Matt Collins. We did more with less last year. Don't talk about the offensive line. 
I don't know what's going on. I don't want to put blame on anybody, but I'm sitting here fucking manually bay like fucking loser. And these fucking Colts fans are over here fucking celebrating because they just fucking won the toddler bowl. Okay? I don't know what to do with this. This shit ain't hurt. All I gotta say is, we've been here before fucking Gruden. We were here before fucking Josh McDaniels. And we're gonna be here long after them. It's Raider Nation. So like fucking die. See y'all, this is section 308. You'll find me standing on every damn third down. Be loud. Peace out. Much love. Capo, you got this, brother. Peace out. All right. That's awesome. I love it. Love it. Good stuff there from our buddies in section 308. Okay, so I think it's Alex Mendoza or whoever it is that's in the chat room calling us repeatedly right now. Oh. We don't, we're not taking live calls tonight. So just call and just leave a message because we've got so many voicemails to get through from folks that have called us this week. So we appreciate the phone calls, uh, but we're not taking live calls, although we're probably going to do a show where we take live calls oh, up yep. here Bye. in the very near future. Yeah, it should be fun. But, uh, but anyways, but tonight uh, we've got to get to all the folks that have already called in and left their messages, but appreciate uh, and appreciate your tenacity man like I'm, yeah. I think he's called like six times in a row now yeah. so I appreciate that like All a right. true hotline yeah right I was about to say hey. you could win them tickets <laughs> <laughs> alright next up let's check in with our our, our our good friend she is one of the newest made women around yes. here and uh and, and, and in the uh, in the the spirit of Michelle and her f bomb sommelier. It. it's coming you know it's it. coming here's uh, here's the are one are you sure it's her Oh, I'm positive. <laughs> okay. Yes, because she says this oh, is okay. PSP okay. Raiderette. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is the speed of PSP Raiderette. I don't even know if I want this account as any kind of – I don't know if I care for this to count for me being a May woman. This is some motherfucking bullshit. Are you fucking kidding me? My quarterback is on the – my quarterback is in front of people on the news – Crying because he lost? You fucking pussy. I, you know what? Jeez. I'm pretty sure they're going to have to uh, bleep a lot of this shit. Oh, uh, fuck this shit. This is not the season we were promised. This is not the season we were told we were going to have. We got Adams. We got Adams. You're fucking boy. This is the whole, this is supposed to be the whole thing that's supposed to build everything. Regardless of everything that's supposed to be building this season, this was what's supposed to be the reason we were not supposed to be the jokes of the NFL. And they were telling us before this shit, oh, we were going to be the bottom. You know what? We are. We're at the bottom. And it's a fucking joke. I'm tired of this shit. I cannot say get rid of car because I personally am not qualified to know who or what we need to uh, replace him. But I'm looking at some qualified, um, maybe quarterbacks who are qualified to replace him. But I'm not putting any names out there because I'm not qualified. Qualified, like I said, I'm not qualified to do that. But fucking damn, get your fucking shit together. Please, we are. Oh my god, we are losing season. We are the joke of the NFL. Get your Fucking shit together, please. <laughs> Paul says you need to come out of your shell a bit more. BSP speak your mind and don't be shy. Uh, nice. right ah, too funny. All right, next up, 
Speaking of the, uh, oh my gosh, the F-bomb crew here, um, the, I'll tell you, yes. these these folks have put me in overtime <laughs> putting these calls together. Uh, let's go down to Alabama and check in with our buddy Josh in the 703. Hey, fam. There's nothing to be said about yesterday, really, that hasn't always been said before. I want to show love to Derek Carr and Devontae. I think they broke Carr, man. I mean, hell, Carr was cursing in, in the in the uh, <laughs> press conference. You don't ever do that. Man's up there crying and stuff. And you can just feel the frustration that he's feeling with everything that's going on. Josh Dan's got to go. I don't care what no one says. Derek Carr is not Aaron Rodgers. He's not Tom Brady. I get it. Fine. But he's a damn good quarterback. He helped get this team to the playoffs last year with everything that's going on. And this team is in fucking shambles right now. We are in fucking shambles. Whoops. Missed something. Yes. I mean, you just tell these coaches, they don't, they, they don't feel respected to me at all. I don't know what the hell Patrick Graham is doing. Like, I'm getting on Chandler Jones, but I also got to look at Patrick Graham and go, can y'all not stop Matt Ryan? Oh, mm. The man for almost 40 yards oh. on a play. He's 30-something years old. He runs slower than I do. And y'all let him get that far. Like, nobody seems to be trying on here. Other than Max Crosby and when Nate Hobbs is healthy, him. Denzel Perryman wasn't playing yesterday. Cleveland Farrell wasn't playing yesterday. What do the Colts do well? They run the ball. They have Jonathan Taylor. You have two of your best run stoppers. They're not even in the game. They healthy scratches. Just not it. I mean, I heard Denzel Perry might have had a might have had an injury. Okay, fine. But Cleveland Farrell may not be the best pass rusher, but the man can play against the run and set an edge. And you don't even play him. Yes, he's a healthy scratch. And I'm not going to lie, I had hope at one point yesterday. I saw the, the C. Carr and Adams. They look at each other. They dap each other up like, hey, let's go do this. And it's like, all right, yeah, let's go. And then the team, I mean, we score a touchdown. Great great play by Devontae. Penalties are killing us. And and you do all that, and then you just go ahead and just go let them, uh, let them go down the field and score. It's just pathetic, bro. And I, I, I don't know. When Carr says this stuff at the at the podium, I don't know if he's talking about certain players. I don't know if he's talking about the coaches. He's talking about somebody. And fucking Mark Davis needs to pay attention to the one person who has been through this shit with this team and has never quit on this team. You may not like Derek Carr, but the man has not quit on this. Google Voice has Josh in the 703 is bigger than that. Man, Google Voice. Anyway, <laughs> what I was saying is, you may not like the man. You may think that, oh, he's trash, whatever. I'm not saying, like, you know, you guys. I'm just saying in general. You know, it's, it's, Raiders Twitter is, oh, my God. But my point, though, is, is that this man loves this team. You can never question that, that he loves this team. He loves being a Raider. He loves playing for the Raiders. He may, he wants to win for the fucking Raiders. And I don't know what the fuck the whole other rest of the team is doing. I don't know if it's the coaching. I don't know what. But I saw last year where this team came together through all bullshit, got to the playoffs, and was a couple of plays from making it to the next round. And this year, 
We ain't even gonna sniff the playoffs, man. I put fucking money on it, but we ain't gonna sniff the <laughs> playoffs. I'm sorry if I'm ranting. We're pissed off right now. And the more you talk about it, the more this shit starts to come out. Um, man, and penalties? What happens to discipline? There's no fucking discipline on this team. It's like, stop fucking holding. Stop You know that we're the Raiders. You know that we're not going to get any love on on these uh, foul calls, these penalties. So don't give them a fucking reason. Man, hell, just Saturday, dude, I can lead a fucking man. Unless fucking soldiers, I damn sure can lead fucking some football players. I don't need to be the smartest guy in the fucking room. I don't need to know all the answers of those. That's exactly what Jeff Saturday just did to us yesterday. He went to his coach and said, hey, I don't know shit about being an offensive or defense coordinator. I can motivate and lead men. I'm going to let y'all do your job. True. Hell, if he can do it, I might as well have a chance to shot at it. Man, fuck the Broncos. <laughs> nice. <laughs> amazing so good uh josh in the 703 man excellent good, job uh hey old friend of the show chris potts uh used to be on the fan club blitz hey. all the time yeah. chris potts is in the chat room says matt ryan is still effing running uh raider yeah. way is in there says chariots of fire was playing on that matt ryan <laughs> no kidding i will laugh at that for the rest of my oh life. my gosh that, it's so I can funny hear it and I can see it. Oh, we got to put together a, yes. a, like a TikTok oh, or something sure. of that. Yeah. Please. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Too funny, man. The chat is on fire. Now, Raider Loco in there says, oh. LOL, love this rant. Uh, Paul says, brilliant. Josh, yeah. Was, Josh is 703. Yes, great, good. great call. All right. Uh, let's check in next with um, with our good friend. Uh, he's the guy that painted this Hunter Renfro picture behind me here. Uh, he is uh, w- one of my homies from freaking San Jose, man. And uh, he's from Alum Rock. And so we call him Alum Rock. In fact, this is now your new name, by the way. His name is Jesus, but he's, he's Alan Rock Jesus. I love that. <laughs> nice. Saludos to the Raider Familia. Saludos to the Raider Nation, man. Love all you guys. I love Raiders Fan Radio and all that you guys do. Anyway, this is Raider Jesus um, from the east side of San Jose, a.k.a. Alan Rock, California. Anyway, um... Man, this is this is tough, but uh, I want to stay positive here and uh, just recognize uh, all the the great doers here. Um, and I will shout out, big shout out to Matt Crosby, Amik Roberts, Josh Jacobs, and uh, myself for buying his jersey. <laughs> also, shout out to Lincoln Kennedy and um, Jason Jarwanowicz. Uh, shit, sorry about mispronouncing that name, but anyway, I think they do a really, really fantastic job calling the name, man. Um, no disrespect to uh, the old guy we had before. Um, oh. a- anyway, um, but a- anyway, so, so yeah, man. Um, Thank you. <laughs> shout out to Raider Nation, man. We got each other. We got each other's back. That's all we got in times like this. And you know yes. what? The real fans, That's right. the real fans stick together. The real fans stick by the team when when the the going goes tough, man. You know when times are down, and we've never been so much down than this time right now. That's that's when that's when the real fans come out, man. Once a Raider, always a Raider. And uh, I only got one more thing to say about this. Rick and Brock and Brock and Boom Ba Raiders Raiders Raw Raw Raw.
Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. Nice. Nice job, Jesus. I love it, man. I love Jesus. He's great. In all forms and fashion. In all the, in all Absolutely. The way, yeah. the truth, and the life. That's right. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Yeah, Raider G. So Alum Rock. So that's right. So Eastside San Jose. So I'm from Seven Trees, or spent a lot of my my youth, anyways, in high school and all that. In Seven Trees, right there, adjacent to Alum Rock, and so that's pretty cool, man. Uh, from right down the road. All right, good stuff there from uh, Raider Jesus or Alum Rock Jesus. Uh, let's go now uh, to our good buddy Donovan, another recent made man around here. Hey, what's going on, man? It's Donovan, man. Hey, as far as the game, it's just crazy that. That game even came down to the last drive once again. And we had, you know what I'm saying, opportunities, you know what I'm saying, Foster Moreau and Devontae Adams. Like, at the end of the day, go to your best player. You know what I'm saying, last game is best play of the game, whatever, boy. The fact that, you know what I'm saying, people coming at Derek Carr, oh, he's this, he's that, people don't understand why he was getting emotional. It wasn't about, oh, we all got to come together and play together for each other's fight. I'm so mad. I want to win so bad that it got me crying, man. Mm-hmm. And it's like people don't respect the the effort or the stuff. Like he said, just the practice, man. It is something going on in that locker room, bro. And I've been thinking, you know what I'm saying, like looking at other greatest content creators, you know what I'm saying. People got their views on Derek Carr, but it's just like, damn, man. These, these past 20 years, Quarterback after quarterback after quarterback, bro, he's the one that's been showing the most passion to play. And people want to talk about, oh, he has a window play game. This dude made the NFL top 100 four times in nine years. Four straight 4,000 passing yards. 200 plus T, the franchise passing TD record in less than a decade, bro, with no consistency. Amari Cooper... Michael Crabtree, then Ruggs. We've seen the potential with Ruggs. Now we got Devontae Adams. People want to get rid of Carr like Devontae Adams and Derek Carr. He put up four 100-yard games in nine, you know what I'm saying, in nine games. We've seen the potential. We've seen the potential on Monday night against the Chiefs, man. And it's like, bro, he's trying. He wants he wants to win here. I man, he ain't shed not one tear last year, you know what I'm saying? But it's like, bro, after everything, you know what I'm saying, we lose to the Colts. Like, we lost to them. That's what got him a more. It's like, bro, it is no excuse, man, but it kind of hit me, man. I'm watching America's game. I'm on Twitter. You know what I'm saying? i seen a little clip. Todd Christensen, man, he said, look, offensively, you know what I'm saying? Y'all, coaches, y'all can come up with the game plan, whatever, but on Sunday, that's our field, man. That's our field. Derrick Carr got to take over, bro. Derek Carr, he got to turn to DC4, man. All right, it's going to come down to Derek Carr, Devontae Adams, Josh Jacobs, Foster Moreau, offense, man. That's, I think I said, yeah, Mike Hollins, man. You know, defense, hey, Amit Robinson, Trayvon Moore, Max Crosby, bro. And hey, AJ Cole, and Ice, man. That's it, man, because this regime, whatever, you know what I'm saying? They, they own their own thing, but, bro, it, it got to come down, man. Derek Carr got to lead us once again, bro. All right, there it is, Donovan. Right on. Nice job, Donovan. Great call. Great call. 
Keep them coming, Donovan. Yeah, uh, once again, uh, newly newly made man. And if you want to become a made man or a made woman here at Raiders Fan Radio, uh, you can email us an indefinite amount of times, or you can call the show. And if we play your message three times, then we uh, will refer to you as the next made man or made woman. So appreciate you very, very much. All right, uh, let's see. What do we got left? We've got... Uh, Old school guy. We've got uh, a historian is what we call him. He lives down there in Houston, and he is Houston Raiders Steve. Murph, Marsh, Red Jeff, Nation, made men and made women. Houston Raiders Steve. Boy, I tell you what, I'm so sick of hearing about Jeff Saturday. That man couldn't even be good enough to be the character Friday in the Robinson Crusoe novel by Daniel Defoe back in 1719. That guy couldn't even make Okay, if there's any reason, any question why we call him the historian, there you go. I will by Daniel Defoe back in 1719. <laughs> that guy couldn't even make it as a Jiffy Lube uh, mechanic wannabe. Hell, you want fries with that shake? He couldn't even qualify for that. That guy's such a waste. You know, he he's just one of those haters that doesn't like us, you know, said, oh, we they play terrible. and Go win, baby, after they beat the Raiders. I hope that guy sucks. Yeah, that's what I think about the Colts. Whoever goes to Indianapolis on vacation, that's like going to Buffalo or Pittsburgh in the summertime for vacation. Nobody does that. Actually, they do go to Buffalo to go to Niagara Falls, but he doesn't, you know, it's just that guy's an idiot. You know, he, he coach high school football. Come on, man. I could coach high school football. Murph, you could co- coach college or high school or whatever Darn right. you want. We all know that coaches coach over there with Mosh. Uh, it's like Jeff, man. You could be coach of anything you want to be. You, at least you'd be better than a high school coach named Saturday. He can't even be Friday. You'd be a life coach. Screw that dude. There you go. Anyway, we're going to be back. I don't know when. Go Raiders. Goodbye. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> New story in Houston Raiders, Steve. You walk into the Raider image, I'll coach you. I'm sorry. Oh. I'm still laughing because in okay. the chat, Animal uh, Mother said he was screaming for like 15 minutes. No, when Matt Ryan was running. <laughs> like, oh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Seeing it. In- oh, my gosh. And Paul said something about he's Sad. still running and he he's hasn't still- crossed the 10-yard line. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, but it's true. It was rough. That was rough that was times. Rough. That was rough. All right. So we appreciate you with all your phone calls, all your emailers. So we take the best of the best, good. and we award a sizzler each week to the best phone caller or emailer. That sizzler award is named in honor of uh, Big Raider Trucker, who won it so many times. We had to then uh, we just took him off of, of eligibility <laughs> and named it after him. So it's the BRT Sizzler Award. And, uh, and uh, Swag Jeff, you have the uh, the duty of award, and I say duty because. Duty. Sorry. (laughs) You said duty. Duty. Sorry. Uh, (laughs) Um. (laughs) What the hell was that? (laughs) You know, like a high pitch one. (laughs) You like (laughs) meow. I was trying to do like. You know what I mean? Like no. He sounded like. Have you ever seen SpongeBob? (laughs) Sounded like Gary the Snail, who was also their cat. Goes. <laughs> you big stupid oh ass. <laughs> All right, I'll go back to the old faithful. You ready? And then and then yeah, let us know back. the sizzler. Okay, ready? Let's right? do it. There we go. <laughs> oh my gosh, you're so damn stupid. Uh, so yeah, so we had a bunch of great emails tonight. That, oh, there we go. That's bunch the of great emails from uh, Silver and Black Mac, uh, Hooligan Nation, John Ogle, Pirate 1975, Raider Gill, PDX Raider, and of course. 
Paul. And then we started off the voicemails with uh, with Sonny, who uh, who said that this is DC's farewell tour. And uh, and what are our next moves, Raider Nation? We need to bring in a bunch of red asses. <laughs> uh, uh, Animal Mother called from Allegiant Stadium, yes. got made, and said the team looked like shit. Yeah. Uh, Sugar Shane, an instant reaction. I do not love this team, but respect <laughs> to Foster. Respect to Foster. I do not love this team. I do not love this team. So, that's hilarious. Yeah, so Rev Raider, <laughs> Rev Raider talks about uh, what's killing us. If Josh is a good coach, he will find ways to win. Section 308 called a couple times, said we lost the toddler bowl and we won't win another game. And he's sitting in Mandalay Bay just dropping every F bomb that he could come up with. At Colts fan. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh we've dropped several F bombs at Mandalay Bay. You know. Darn right we yeah, have. Yeah, because of a because of a crap game or whatever, Uh-oh. you know. Oh, yeah. You know, at the tables, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there we have. Why yeah. you got to reveal our truth? Yeah, why well, you got to be talking about old stuff? Yeah. Don't bring that shit yeah, up, man. Yeah, don't bring that shit up. <laughs> uh, you think the Raiders lose bad? Yeah, <laughs> I've, see seen you, I've seen you lose bad. Yeah. Damn. Uh, yeah. Where do you think we learned it? Oh, oh there you go. Well, every That's time it. you're at a casino, you're wearing Raider shit. Uh Oh. And every time we go to the casino, we're going to be wearing Raider shit. Well, every, uh, every, every day we're that's wearing what I'm Raider talking shit. about, yeah. Michelle. Yeah. I saw yeah. a post, and not to derail this, but I saw a post. Somebody said something like, "What?" There was like a, a, a Twitter poll, and it was like, "What do the Raiders have to do for you to start wearing your oh. Raider gear again?" Oh. I'm like. They haven't this, done anything this to stop 24 7, man. <laughs> yep. Like, yeah. they don't Not care. It doesn't matter what the record is, what that's time right. of year yeah. it is, what nothing is, man. We in silver and black yeah. every day. That's right. Yep. That's right. Absolutely. So, PSB Raiderette, who is absolutely fired up, and we yes. need a new coach yes. for sure. Uh, Jesus, or Jesus Alvarez uh, says, tough times, but try to stay positive and let's stick together, Raider Nation. Let's not Absolutely. fall apart. Uh, Donovan says, keep feeding the best players. And he gives us his take on Derek Carr and uh, to tell, tells Raider Nation to hang in there because he's still good. He's done a lot of good stuff for us. Right. So, so just hang in there. And uh, Houston Raider Steve with some solid burns on Jeff Saturday. Oh, yeah, good, good. Solid good burns. Sick yeah. burns. Sick yeah. burns, the kids call them. Sick, Sick burns, burns, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, but the winner of tonight's BRT Sizzler Award goes to a guy that gives respect to Derek Carr and Devontae Adams, says Josh McDaniels has got to go, but man, F Google Voice. Yay! It is Josh in the 703. I am the Sizzler. Uh-oh. Sizzler. 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 We are Metallica and we are here for your From the Walking Dead to Errant Jedi Knights, Raiders fans are a rogues gallery. <sighs> Whoa, that descended. This is making weird noises. This goes out quick. 
All right, we appreciate you, Raiders. Congratulations to everybody that uh, our new made man. Uh, yeah. Congratulations yeah. to our Sizzler Award winner. Uh, we appreciate all the calls and all the emails and all the amazing, amazing things that are going on in the chat room tonight. I'll leave it to shout out uh, 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 for my best friend in your swag, Jeff. But I want to thank my two co-hosts tonight. Thank you to Michelle. Absolutely. Thank you to Jeff for being here. It's been so much fun. And I tell you what, before, I usually throw it to Jeff, but I'm going I'm to throw it to you, Michelle. Okay. And then you can throw it to Jeff to close us out. So thank you very much tonight. Thank you for, for whom, Michelle. Michelle told Yeah, yeah, that was oh, fun. Hey, I, I, I love a good session where I can just let it all out. But listen, Raider Nation, hang hang in there. Good times are coming. I, I know it. I can feel it. And, and, and if I know, I know. Yeah, you so, do. So let's go. Yeah, you do. Yeah. To- totally agree. You know, yeah, you know, the product on the field might be shit, but we're not. Hell no, we're not. That's we're what not. I'm talking about. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So thanks to everyone in the chat. Uh, Pirate1975, L- uh, LN. M Pro, uh, Tider Raider, Franklin83, Lencho, um, let's see, Paul, Kill Jadis, oh. Tyrone Graves, oh. Tider Raider. Thanks for everyone for ch- uh, joining us for another episode of Raiders Fan Radio. Congratulations to Josh in the 703 for the sizzle yeah. tonight. And congratulations to Animal Mother who became made. Maybe the yeah. first guy that ever got made calling yeah. from us again. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah. So much, cool. much respect. So, uh, hey, thanks, everyone, for tuning in for another episode of Raiders Fan Radio, where we three take a lighter side journey into the dark side. (laughs) Yeah. Don't forget, boys and girls, what happens in Vegas started in Oakland. You damn right it did. Let's get better at it. (laughs) You know what I mean? Oh, nice. Let's do it. Thanks, everyone. We love you. Adios, malingerers. See you, bye. Peace. Good night, YouTube. Goodbye. Oh, we're off next week. Oh, yeah. Happy Thanksgiving, Happy Thanksgiving. Raider Nation. We're off next week. Follow us on TikTok, though. We'll be posting stupid shit. Please. Always. A stoner thing, too, man. Give me all the laughing. Oh my gosh. Oh man. Oh dear. Okay. The colors on this board are so pretty. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh goodness. You ever looked at your thumb? <laughs>